What's up? It's the Weird Fat and Sober podcast. I'm joined by my bandmates, my childhood bestie, Kanan, Tanner, Harvey, Samson. Um, yeah, man. So last night was the first night of our tour, and uh, it actually went pretty good. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. There was a lot more people in there in that tiny little venue than I anticipated, for sure. Mm. Yeah, it was a good turnout for a Sunday. Yeah, yeah for a Sunday. Sunday night. And it was kind of rainy. And everybody there drove. Like, all the bands, all the people that we talked to were from yeah. Midland. So, um, yeah, I kind of lucked out, man. I mean, I had planned for that show. to We were going to do it originally in Midland, but um, could never get a hold of anybody in Midland to do the show at. So, it actually turned out pretty decent. Nice little middle point. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for the rest of it. Tonight, it's kinda, <coughs> I'm kind of curious about san angelo we never played there before i don't really know anybody from the area hardly so it'll be kind of interesting i think but um so yeah i mean we, we played in big spring last night we're in our hometown snyder today stay with our buddy Kanan at his house and so i mean i don't know i, I you know we did the, the episode last week and we talked a little bit about like stories about us before uh i got sober and stuff you know and um you know, how I was in high school, Bartard, junior year. And I don't know, I kind of wanted to just, like, touch on maybe some more stories. Um, maybe you guys might remember that I don't. I feel like I have amnesia sometimes, like, you know what I mean? Like, I uh, remember things very slowly or, like, somebody says something or reminds me of something that jogs my memory, you know? Yeah. But it's weird. Like, once I got sober, I felt like I... Uh, I don't know if I did. I feel like a, a new person-ish, you know? Like, I feel like everything before getting sober was like a fucking dream. It's weird, man. Like, I it was one long, bad dream. This <laughs> yeah, is one terrible fucking, fucking dream. What, you just now waking up yeah, yeah. in sweats and shit? Yeah. It's weird, man. I mean, um, I don't know. Getting sober kind of gave me, like, a new perspective on, like, just consciousness itself. It's like, for so long, I feel like I, I experimented with drugs because I wanted to expand my consciousness. And I feel now, like getting sober as like another expansion does that make sense like like i i have like vivid dreams every night and i but so like the memory part of it is weird because i'm like remembering all these things from the past like slowly and i don't know it's weird but they kind of just melt back in yeah it's weird i mean uh and i know like all throughout our, like, growing up together, like, we always talked about dreams a lot. And I remember you guys, like, didn't you guys, like, say y'all met up in a dream once? Like, there's been some weird shit like that. Even yeah. with, like, Mr. Hester, whenever we were in y'all class. Bo- y'all both met up in a dream? It was, like, something really quick. I think we were in Tanner's, like, little white truck and it was raining. Something. Something yeah. like that. And I remember I've done it with Mr. Hester, too, though. I remember in psychology, we were having, like, dream, like, experiments, you know what I mean? And, and giving each other questions at class and then trying to focus on dreaming every night for a week and then seeing if the other person can relay that question that you don't talk about in real life, you know? Yeah. It is is weird. During that time, those were the weirdest dreams I did ever experience. Yeah. I can't remember them anymore. Yeah. And honestly, let's be real, I think it, part of it is like, smoking a lot of weed all the time, you know? Yeah. Because like, uh, there's been times where I'll take a tea break for you know a couple months and Fucking then dream like crazy and i'm like oh my god i'm remi- like do i need to talk to somebody like my dreams get all weird right I, i've never I, I would like to get back into dream journaling and get to where i could lucid dream again when i first got sober I, there was like 
about a month there after I left treatment where I was lucid dreaming a lot, man. I'm like, it, it's weird though. I would like catch myself. Like I would think of something in a dream, it would happen, and then be like, oh shit, I just made that I just happen manifested because it because I'm dreaming, and then I could control. I could never control like the environment, but I could control like what was happening to me or what I was doing. But I can never like, oh, I'm gonna go to Fiji or something in a dream. Yeah, Some people can do yeah. that though. It's weird, man. Like, it takes a little practice, I guess. Yeah, like I remember I would, um, I would just like, I remember the, the most vivid one I remember I was like on a water slide. And I was like, I'm just gonna jump off the top of this water slide in the pool. And then when I jumped, I like floated down. And I was like, whoa, it just felt. <laughs> like I, I physically can remember the feeling of like floating down like a piece of paper. You know what I mean? It, it was weird, man. But like, I don't know, dreams are weird, man. Like uh, another thing that happens too, like when you get sober, and this is common, like, and this happened to me too before I got sober. I don't even know if I ever told this on the podcast, but like, uh, like using dreams is like really, uh, it happens a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And like, uh, what's weird about my using dreams though is they progressed like since getting sober. Like, I remember before, I, like this is the crazy one that is weird, and it's like the weirdest part of my addiction. I don't know if I ever told you guys this. I may have, but like, there was like a period of there before I actually went to rehab where. Like I, you know, was doing really bad, and I was like, you know, I would use as much money as I could get to get high, and then I would like there'd be a day or two where I couldn't get high, and like I'm one of those periods where like a couple of days where I was sober, uh, but I was like fiending, you know, like I had a dream one night that I was like in a busted up car and I was being chased down the road by cops, and like I would pull over and I would shoot up, and I would pull, like drive for a little bit and pull over and shoot up. And then I woke up in the middle of that dream and I saw this figure standing over the bed. Like I, and I mean, I, it was physical. Like I, I saw something there and I jumped out of bed and I swung at it and it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And Trisha woke up and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, you didn't see that? <laughs> and, uh, and what's crazy though is like when I went to treatment, dude, weird shit started happening in that house, man. Like, um, she's like one night she, she sent me pictures and I saw it on my phone later when I got my phone back, but she sent me pictures of the washer and dryer had moved into the middle of the laundry room, like just in the middle of the night. And then the, I, the night I came home, we're all in the living room, all the dogs, me and her, we're all in the living room, right? And I hear this crash come from our bedroom, like, like, like five minutes after walking in the door. And I go in there and our night scene is flipped over on the side and the drawers are out and all the shit's everywhere. Dude, and, actually, what, speaking of that, it, remi- it reminded me of a memory I haven't had in a while. Is I remember right before you went to rehab, I had like I think two separate dreams that were, that were similar in nature, to where in my dream I would drive up to your house and I'm gonna pick you up for practice. We're gonna go to Harvey's, right? And I would like knock on the door and I could hear the dogs and shit, but nobody would answer the door. So I would be like, Dan, and I'd walk in and I, the first one I think you were slumped over on the toilet and not even all the way plunged in my dream and it fucking scared me oh, and then the crazy. other one you were in your bed you know but yeah after after that I mean, that was shortly before you went to rehab but i was like having some scary dreams dude yeah my dad's told me he's had dreams like that too and that's weird man stuff like that makes me definitely a believer in the fact that like we are all one conscious entity like there's another thing that would happen with me and my dad that's freaky is like several times he would like oh yeah that's probably a good idea Several times he would like call me like right before I'm like picking up heroin or something. He'd be like, "What are you doing right now?" I'm like, "Nothing." What? <laughs> He's like, "I got a bad feeling. You're doing something bad right now." And I'm just like, "I'm not doing anything bad. I'm literally you know, get, picking up heroin." <laughs> like, it's weird, man. Like uh, he knew. He yeah, has, he has like weird intuitive sense. Right. Well, connected well, I mean, that way. If you really think about it, if you, I mean, if we kind of you know believe or understand that consciousness is one, like then 
then your like closest bond to your consciousness is your parents, you know, the people who and then you, and then your children. You're a replica of their consciousness. You right. know what I mean? And li- and if you will look at biologically, literally half of their DNA strand is exactly. yours now. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so I mean, even like your relationships too. Like, I feel like your relationships with people and, and friends and romantic relationships, like it's kind of like your consciousness kind of becomes one. You know, do you think and feel and like even as a band, like we as a band, we kind of when we're playing. We're all kind of one thing, you know what I'm yeah, saying? We're the song. No, I'm the complete opposite to you. You know what I mean? He's the, he's the scoliosis that we need in the backbone. <laughs> <laughs> but like we're, you know, we're all acting as one entity. It's weird, man. Like we like communicate non-verbally and shit. Yeah. Just like look at each other and change tempo or move speed or we co- you know. We communicate through click. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're literally just vibing. Like we're it's, we just out here vibing, my dude. It's a form of te- you know telepathy, almost really dead ass telepathy. <laughs> Which brings me to like kind of our stories of psychedelics. Like we've had some pretty telepathic Bizarre experiences. Shit. Like me of all people is very skeptical of like ghosts and and right. spirituality and stuff. And I've had some experiences on on psychedelics with you guys that. I can't, I don't, I don't even think like science can't measure it. You know what I mean? Right. It's immeasurable. That kind of shit that we experienced. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I remember there was a lot of times on psychedelics where we, <laughs> we'd split up as like the couple of groups, you know, yeah, there and, was, I think six of us. So everybody had a buddy. Yeah. And so there would be, we'd split off and we're in a, how many stories? Like five story lake house. Yeah. Set the context. Five stories, right? Four, four, and then the basement. Yeah. You got you got a basement, the uh, second room. story, the third story, which is just a bunch of bedrooms and a bathroom, and then you had my room upstairs, the attic room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody would have their buddy, so it would be like me and Kanan would go up to the attic area or his room, and then Dan and Zane would go outside, and then I guess it was Stephen and Troy. Troy. Yeah. Yeah. How to mix group. And it would be weird because we'd all be split up. We'd all hang out for a little bit and we'd kind of like go split up or into different groups or whatever. And like it would almost always seem like whenever one of us started thinking about the other people or something, we'd all end up meeting yeah. back up at the same yeah. time. Or we'd yeah. all be looking for each other. At yeah, the same we'd be time. like, hey, we've been looking for you guys. Hey, we were looking for you guys. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Say, then, hey, where's the other two? I don't know. Let's start looking for them. Right. And not even to mention like the group hallucinations to where, you know, I think the most, like, okay. The three of us have the toilet one. Where, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's the most bizarre. All yeah. right. So me and Kanan are sitting in. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> he, he started this yeah. group loop, is what it was. So like me and Kanan are chilling in the basement. It's dark in there, and I'm sitting on the couch looking at this air freshener that has light, and I'm just watching that bitch move around on a dark wall. You know, it's projecting its light on the wall. Kanan gets up and he goes and pees and leaves the door open. I hear him pee, hear him flush and stuff, and I'm just sitting there vibing on this light, <laughs> and I hear him flush again and again. And again, and after a while, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I like, get up and I like peek in the bathroom. I'm like, hey, buddy. And he looks at me. And he's fucking all big ass eyes. He's like, dude, look. And I'm like walking over to the toilet. And there's several different layers. There, it's, there's a lot of depth to what he's looking at. Different if you think. layers of shit. <laughs> okay, so the, I mean, it's a clean toilet, but like um, there's, okay, so the water at the lake house is like real Calcium, calcium, Real hard, yeah, yeah like hard water. So it eroded the color of the porcelain inside the bowl. 
So there's multiple layers of color and texture on the bowl. Then there's water, then the reflection of the water, and then the light being reflected. Like there's a lot of things going on in this toilet. And he, you know, I walk in and I'm like, oh, you know, my quick sober brain is like, dude, you are fucking tripping right now. You're just sitting here looking at a toilet. It's hilarious. And he's like, no, dude, look. So I get there and start looking and he starts flushing it and we're just watching it. And we get, we get trapped there. So me and him are just sitting there watching it flush over and over and eventually Dan's like, hey guys, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Kanan's like, look bro, Daniel gets stuck in there. And then after a while, everybody's in this tiny little bathroom peeking over each other. I'm like crouched down looking like watching this water flow. And all of a sudden Daniel says, hey, wouldn't it be funny if, if we could all just instantly imagine it being like gross as shit and like all kinds of stuff in it? And individually, we all experienced seeing all kinds of nasty shit in this toilet. Like for a moment, we were all like, like it was putrid, you know? <laughs> and then Kanan was like, and then make it clean, and then snapped, and that shit was clean. <laughs> all of us had our own individual hallucination, but it was a group hallucination in that it was all timed together, and like we all felt it, and then Kanan snapped, and that shit was clean. Yeah. It was wild. Well, it's, it's, I told this to a buddy in recovery the other day, and he told me uh, like a similar story, and I don't, I don't remember all the details, but basically he had like, and it wasn't the toilet, but they had another group hallucination to where they were like at a, a state park tripping on mushrooms, and they saw what looked like a lake, and they were like, holy shit, there's a lake here, and they start walking towards it, and then they realize when they get to it, it's a light from like a cabin type thing, and so they, but they all saw a lake, and they yeah. thought they were like walking to the lake, and they were going to swim at night. They were going to swim, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on, they get on there, fucking drugs. And they're being loud the whole time and all this shit, they don't realize until they get there, but nobody was staying in it, but it, it's just funny, like, um... I, it's crazy to think that that's like a thing, you know? Yeah. Like it, it doesn't just happen to us. Like uh, I don't know. I mean, I know a few people on, like who do, have done a lot of psychedelics, but I don't I don't know that many stories I've heard of where you have a group hallucination. Right. But it's it happens. It's e weird. Even even sometimes, for example, auditory group hallucinations. For example, that maybe a different night that we were tripping at the lake house, we had. On every floor of the house, we had different music going on. Like at the top was the Beatles, then then Zeppelin, then Floyd, then the Dead. And I remember me and Kanan were at the very top and Dogs was playing. And we walk all the way back down to the living room floor. And we turned off the music and we're sitting in silence and we're chilling. And we can hear Dogs through, I guess, the AC system. Oh, but yeah. even though there's multiple layers of different music between us and Dogs, what's coming through, what we can hear his dogs and we're just like we just left that room and it's playing again like it was confusing <laughs> and then i just remember like the basement room at the lake house you know there was like what six or seven of us one night oh sitting and, in a circle and we all were sitting in a circle pitch black i think we even put a towel under the door so no light could get yeah in. and at first it was just you me kanan and maybe one person because i think yeah, I don't, I don't steven and troy were missing so it yeah. was I think we were all in the bathroom except for maybe Steven. Uh, it was the ba it was the laundry room. Yeah, it was the laundry, yeah, laundry, room. laundry room. Yeah, and so I mean, um, bottom floor of the house. It's like in the middle of the house, so there was no light getting in. It was pitch black, like four in the morning. You know, we had all the lights turned off in the basement, all the lights turned off everywhere, all the lights turned off in the room. We had a towel in front of the door, 
And like we're sitting in there, and after a little bit, like we can all start to see each other. Yeah, and we know what each other looks like. So we are truly hallucinating. We are picturing our friends as we know them, but it's accurate. Yeah. And we can all see each other. Yeah. And I pulled off my glasses and turned them around so that yep. the frames pointed out, and it was like a little light. It was like yep. a little laser beam I where I could shine it at Kanan's face. They could see Kanan's face. We could see the light beam come off. Yeah, I could fucking shine it around at stuff. And it's, it was it's freaky. And now I still incredible. am like kind of in disbelief. Like I, it doesn't make sense to me how we could see that. It, it's bizarre. And we talked about it the room. next day, and we've talked about it for ten years. Yeah, we, we always go back to <laughs> that. That room is so dark. You you can't see your hand in front of your yeah. face. I remember we would we would ask each other like how many fingers am I holding up, and, and it would be small. We would know. Yeah, it, it's weird, man. That is that that's one of those things that. As a skeptic of that kind of stuff, I'm like, what and is it, going on? I don't know if it was just the drugs or, and that's like, that. I feel like that's the age old question about psychedelics. Like, is it the drugs or is it our mind? And Are we tapping just, into it? Yeah. Is our drugs just allow us to see what is yeah. actually there? And in all likeliness, any type of sensation that you can experience that way, you could probably ultimately experience that without the help. Right. But the help is fun. Yeah, the help is fun. The help but, is fun. I mean, I don't know. Uh, oh, that would be incredible to get to that point yeah. through meditation. Yeah, if, if, or if uh, as like, you know, over generations, our society as a whole becomes more like collectively in right. tune with each other to where we could like slowly evolve to do that, you know? Right. Speak without words and um, I don't know. It'd be, yeah, it'd be cool. it's weird, man. It's a weird, like, and this is like not uncommon to people in recovery, like, What's weird is once you get sober and your life gets like okay and better after your like you know problems with drugs, it's weird because you realize like oh shit, my life is actually better because I did drugs. Yeah. It fucked me up, but I am better for it because now I know who I am. I know myself. I, yeah. I'm like, I have like a, a new perspective that I couldn't have gotten before on drugs. You know what I mean? So right. it's, it's weird. The it's, drugs was the chiseling and this is the polishing. Right. I mean, you know, there was a lot of unprocessed trauma from my childhood and, and a lot of stuff that probably wouldn't have led me down to using an, the IV drugs and, you know, mm -hmm. getting that the far. bottomless pit of my rock bottom, you know. But it is weird to think that, um, like I said, you know, I, I, w I wouldn't be... <laughs> I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now without the experience of it all. It's weird, man. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, it's weird. <laughs> what do you What do you remember that from back in the day, like another story like that? What's something that you could potentially I, say I remember, that would... I was thinking about this recently after, I guess, our episode, but and I, don't, I can't remember who I was riding with. <laughs> I remember Matt Messer was driving. Cannon might have been in the car, but we were going to the lake house, and I'd already started tripping, and I started to get, like, anxiety really bad about the drive, and I'd be like, just drive really careful. Just don't kill us. <laughs> I was just freaking out. You know, we'd taken this drive a hundred times, you know, and it's a, it was a pretty long, what's like 45 minutes from here? Yeah. Something like that. But I remember I was just, like, anxious, and, and then there was a time, I think, that Matt and Troy... Like wrecked. They did. They went through a barbed wire fence. Yeah, they went through a barbed wire fence <laughs> and landed in a field in Matt's car, and somehow and, didn't damage the car really. Yeah, and they you know, went between the barbed wire. Yeah, yeah. I remember there were scratches on the hood up to the car, <laughs> but that was it. There wasn't dents or anything. That's there were scratches where the barbed wire. <laughs> I remember there was a time that I was at a party at the lake house and Matt Messer showed up late, 
and then parked right by the curbing out there. Yeah. And then when he tried to back out, he rubbed his tire on the wheel well, pulled the tire off the wheel. Fucking backed into it and it popped his tire off backwards. Yeah, I think that was the same night he went through the bottom line. Oh, was it the same wire? I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, we we had some crazy times, man. I mean, it was such a weird situation, too, that your dad had that immaculate lake house and we just had free Took access of that shit. to it. I mean, but, I mean, did he know that we were doing that or we were just... We were just kind of doing it. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were scoundrels. We there, were, there were times where he'd show up and be like, who the fuck are all these people? And we're just like, oh, we're just here to swim. We're oh, like, really? I don't remember Mike ever showing up out there. Not, not during, like, the night parties, but... Like, if we were there in the day setting up, getting ready? Yeah. yeah. What are y'all doing out here? I remember one time us showing up out there, and he he was out there with, like, a bunch of people. Had his party going on. Yeah, yeah. The first time I went out there was a Mike party, and my mom took me. That was when we, like, yeah. first actually met. I, like, slipped or something. Yeah, crab walked through his little slip, and Callie was running around getting water all over the place. Oh, yeah. I pulled it off. It was smooth. <laughs> Me and Adrian were just sitting there watching him. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to bust ass. <laughs> Caught myself. Spider-Man style. <laughs> <laughs> Got back up. Sorry, man. Yeah, I mean, um, it's weird, man. I mean, you know, I've never really, I never really asked you about your dad much. I mean, I met him a few times, but I mean, did you have a pretty good relationship with Mike? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he wasn't, he wasn't your biological dad, right? No, he wasn't. Oh, yeah. He was my stepfather. Right. It's weird. It's weird we all, like, uh, I feel like most people, even if you have, like, a weird situation, biological parents, like, somebody always, there's always, like, a situation where you, most of the time, have somebody to look up to, a grandpa, yeah. or a stepdad, or something, you know, but, I guess that's kind of probably why you both hit it off so well, is, like, y'all both kind of had similar father situations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It was just perfect storm. You know what I mean? My mom worked for his dad. We were roughly the same oh, yeah, age. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Worked for him for years. I forgot about that. Yeah. But, um... You want to get a a third round of this at some point? I'm down. I mean, we're only 20 minutes in. But we got to dip here pretty soon, though. Yeah. 15 still, too. We could always add to this later. For sure. Um, and, I mean, we could always do a short episode, but... We can make new episodes by getting you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say last week? You said next year will be your one-year party. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. It's All right. Hard. Thanks, guys. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You're gonna have to hold it, I guess. What's up? It's a weird, fat, and sober podcast. Um, the first ever roadcast. So this is what day six. Day six. Day six of the tour. Um, it's been interesting. It hasn't been too bad, honestly. Like I thought, I thought it was gonna. I thought we were gonna be more tired, and I thought we were gonna be more pissed off at each other. Um, but it hasn't really, really hasn't been too bad. Yeah, we've been getting along pretty well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, really, I guess what's been what's been some of y'all's highlights? Like, uh, let's start with Harvey. Harvey, what's been your favorite part so far? Uh, probably last night's bar. Yeah, cool. last night was pretty dope. It was the best turnout since Sunday. But, uh, I don't know, I like the venue too. The venue was super dope. All the people were really, really nice. We met a bunch of locals and yeah. mingled a little bit. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Um, what about you, Samson? What's been your favorite part? The Houston scene was 
also there's this like dumb speakeasy you can like get into and it was like upstairs in Palesso. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I didn't go to the speakeasy, but they actually said that there used to be a speakeasy above the bar. So that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and then they, they had like... Uh, the mannequin the cosplay? Yeah, well, the owner's daughter does cosplay and makes like these uh, costumes and shit, like high quality costumes. Yeah. And so those mannequins that you saw up there were her cosplay things. Oh, really? Yeah, she like built them all yeah, the way Yeah, she up. built them all the way up. Oh, that's stuff, fucking then, cool. Uh, I wish I could have gone up there and gotten some pictures. Yeah, you can't go up there apparently. They said, or they said that... Uh, Oh, you turn on my emergency lights. That they have, like, sometimes, like, somebody who works there will live there or something like that, or they need a place to stay or something. Yeah, a bartender lived up there. A band will stay there or some shit like that. Hey, if you need to wedge that. Oh, also, is that mic on? There's a little switch on the side. (laughs) That's okay. I mean, I'm recording the audio on this, but I was going to combine them. Um, dude, if you want to put that up there on the dashboard, just kind of wedge it between the glass and the dash. I think, they won't. I think there's, there's too much, too much. Uh, I'm trying to, you're wedging this plastic back here with it. It ain't going to grip. Okay. Well, I hate when you have to hold it the whole time. Sorry, we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, even if you just hold it up and one of y'all is talking, because I got the camera back here too. It's weird. So, um, but yeah, man, it's been chill. I mean, I, I kind of want to do it from the car because I felt like we had some good conversations the last couple of days in the car, and I felt like it was good content, you know? Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I mean, what was, like, going into this, like, what was one of y'all, like, what was some of y'all's, like, biggest concerns? We didn't have any rest days, and I thought that we were going to be exhausted. So, it's nice to we've been, like, well-rested. Yeah. Yeah, we've, like, slept in beds every night. Yeah, kind of bougie. Yeah, kind of bougie, honestly. I was worried about spending too much money, but I'm doing really well. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I thought I would be uh, more broke by now. So um, we'll see after the tattoos, though. Yeah, we'll see after today's Friday the Thirteenth tattoos. But uh, you should tell them that. Why? I should be surprised. Well, I'm not posting it until we get back, so I gotta edit it out. We're just rolling right now. Um, honestly, my biggest concern was like us getting on each other's nerves and like fighting. You know what I mean? I thought me and Tanner for sure would have fought by now. Not yeah. like physically, but just be like, just fuck you, bickering. dude. Yeah, bickering. Just because we've done that before. But I think yeah. also with our last band, like, it was just like toxic. Like, I know we're like kind of put downy sometimes, all like all of us, but we're just joking. But like, that one was like genuinely. Yeah, there was like the little truth behind the jokes. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, it was like also like three of us lived together, so it was like miserable. Yeah, I'm like, glad I didn't live there. It was fucking gross there, too. Oh, it was disgusting. Yeah, it was really bad. Fucking Stephen Kelly's room was... I, I'm gonna <laughs> blank his name out, but... One roommate's room was fucking disgusting, dude. Bro, the roaches in his room would not fucking... They would not fuck around. Like, they're not even scared. No, they're not scared of they anything. They fucking lunge at you. Yeah. There's, like, bigger roaches killing the smaller roaches. Yeah. <laughs> They've got, like, a fucking uh, tier system. <laughs> Big roaches eat first. I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't have this fucking camera recording. I thought I did. That's all right. <laughs> I just put it. I just put it from that camera for a while for the, the first pack. So uh, that's all right. I kind of need to. Dude. <laughs> if that doesn't wrap up my personality perfectly, I don't know what the fuck does. The fake laughs make real laughs. Yeah. Like, what was it yesterday that we were like, I think me and Samson started off like laugh, like making it a loud noise and then it turned into singing all in one motion. It was like, ah! Yeah, we all just tried to laugh. Yeah, there was a break. Yeah. 
But, um, yeah, man. So we got three more days of shows. Tonight's Arlington. Tonight's Arlington. And the next two nights after that are Denton. Um, yeah, man. It's been show. I'm trying to get the story to get both of us. Um, yesterday we uh, were staying with Brady of South State, and we uh, no, um, Sorry, we like took a little dip in the swimming pool, right? And we were in the pool for like two minutes, and uh, old fucking uh, Linda came down there and said, "Hey, Linda, you can't fake it. You can't be in there. You can't do that." So we had to get out. And then we tried to hang our, our clothes on the rail, and they said, no, you can't do that. So we said, fuck it, we left. <laughs> yeah, um, his, I don't know, it was a weird vibe just from the staff there. I feel like every apartment complex I've ever stayed at, though, there was like a Linda there, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like there was some she white was, lady who was fucking mean. We almost mean. barbecued Becky eat her ass, made her go viral. Yeah, dude, we should, you know what, you said that yesterday, like you were like, you should have just started recording her. And uh, make her uncomfortable, yeah. We should have done that, yeah. That I never think about that. It's kind of a weapon that we have nowadays, just like start recording somebody on your phone. Yeah. Hey, dude, leave us alone, or you're gonna end up on the internet, okay? <laughs> yeah. God, TikTok, world uh, star, motherfucker. I'll find your fucking Facebook, tag your mom, show them what an ass you're being. <laughs> yeah, but well, you can't swim in our pool, it's fucking cold, you're not gonna swim in it, right. It was Brady, fun, though. I think Brady's uh, he didn't think that anybody had cleaned that pool either, yeah. But it, it looked was, pretty it fucking was, clean. Yeah, it was clean, like, dude. It was cold, good, but it wasn't yeah. bad. But uh, yeah, it was really cold though. But and there was lizards everywhere. I don't know if that's just Houston or that area. Yeah, Sam caught a lizard too. It's just it's so wet over here. And the bugs. Yeah, it's so wet in the back seat back here. We're all slipping around. <laughs> it's like a slip and slide. We have anal seepage back here from <laughs> fucking around the last couple of nights. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't had to share a bed yet. It's always me sharing the bed. I gotta share with Dan. Share with Brady. You like it though. You choose, you choose those lives. Oh, you hear that? You hear that, weird fat sober homies? I'm the better snuggle buddy. That's what happens when you're thick. Thick, thickly. The thick together store? Thick together Yeah, we really lucked out. So yeah, we haven't even really talked about the coronavirus thing. Like, I don't like know. A, like it's weird how that all... The in the road. <laughs> <laughs> Thick together. Thick together, brothers. It'd be cool, man. I hate being the one fat guy. It'd be funnier if we all were fat. Would it though? No, no it would it's, it's funny. It'd be hot, it'd be, it'd be steamy yeah. in this motherfucker. We'd be all farting. We would have ate it fucking like... McDonald's every day. <laughs> yeah. Three times a day. I really don't. I don't, I don't even fuck with McDonald's, honestly, for a fat guy. You think I would. What are you going to do when you lose weight? You can't have this podcast anymore. I don't know. I'll still, I'm always be a fat kid in, the, in my inside. In my inside? Yeah. <laughs> my insides will always be fat, my if you know what I'm saying. Fat, but not me. Yeah. Yeah, let's throw bumpy for a second, man. But the turnout last night because of coronavirus. Talk about that. The turnout last night, just for, what, what's that, street? Uh, Main, Main Street? street yeah. Main Street in Houston was just, like, really poor. Um, it was the best I mean, one so far. It was our best show so far. I would say at peak it was, like, 50 people, um, which fucking cool for us, like, as far as, um, you know, just being our first tour and all these cities are our first time being there. 
So, and I, I'd never even been to Houston just like by myself or like on a trip or anything. And I fucking liked it way more than I like the other cities so far. Like, not to bash on Austin or anything, but, and I don't know, maybe with South by getting canceled, it was a weird vibe. But people in Houston yesterday were just way friendlier, like, than the people we met in Austin. So, I mean, I know Austin's like a cool vibe and shit, but just on this run, it was just Houston was the Check better shit place, up. man. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's badass. So yesterday at the venue, I I've was been in there, the, man. Oh, oh that yeah, statue. Who is that? Sam Houston. Oh shit! I, I've yeah, been here. Uh, we went down, and there's like a big ass owl back down there. Oh no shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Old Sam Houston. Uh, he was he was Texas one of Texas' first governors, right? Yeah, he like fought Santa Ana in the last battle. Oh yeah, Santa yeah, Santa yeah. Santa yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was there at the signing of the treaty. What are you, some kind of history teacher or something? Dude, no, they make everyone <laughs> go to the San Jacinto Monument. You like? Yeah, what are you, it. some teacher or something? Yeah, right. What do you teach, fifth grade or something? Well, oh yeah, what's your favorite? Uh, you teach all subjects? I just teach reading and social studies. Although, like, you don't have time to teach social studies, so you just teach reading. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, who needs that? <laughs> who needs I don't know. I guess it's just because I went to a small school. Who like, every had to be every, social. Every grade was just like uh, one teacher. But. Oh yeah, well it's a bigger school, so it's not like that. Yeah. Well, I'm a country bumpkin, so. Country boy will survive. Yeah, Oh yeah, that's oh, shit. legendary. Figure out what that is. That's where they kill people. The that's where they kill people. That's the right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the death yeah, penalty absolutely. People. Texas kills more inmates than any other state in America. In America. I believe it. And recent, in the recent years, they had a, a shortage of. Pentobarbital, the death drug. So they've been having to like make new cocktails and shit, and like try to find out what works best to kill people. I think they were using fentanyl for a little while. They made which me. sign me the fuck up. <laughs> 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 that should have worked, man. You go to sleep. For oh, sure. go to for sleep. Sure. Wake up. <laughs> hey, man, can I have some more? <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, that was like a lot. You're supposed to be dead right now. Yeah. Blast <laughs> me up, baby. Let's do it again. That's a thing, dude. That's like that's been a thing with the death penalty. Is it, isn't that a thing though, too? If like if you survive it, that's it. Like I mean, you. No, they, they'll fucking they'll do it again, bro. That's a like, myth. Yeah. Yeah, it's a total myth. Like there's been cases, a bunch of cases where people survive the electric chair and they do it again. Yeah. And that right there is prohibited by is the Constitution in, as a, a, is, a cruel and unusual like, punishment. Isn't that inhumane? Like, it oh, is. It's very it's abs- inhumane. Yeah, and that's the Constitution prohibits that, where yeah. you can't you can't be put to death by cruel. Or Which I don't think you punishment. can even be electrocuted anymore, anyways, because yeah. it's so like it's so fucking painful. Straight up, bro. Just shoot me. Like, if you could request a firing squad, that's that's like for sure gonna work. Do you think it's instant though? Yeah, definitely. Like, you get shot in the face. Like shot in the head. Yeah, definitely. I know somebody that survived from just being shot in the head. Like not, you know, back of the skull or anything, right. but like got shot. I think it, it was my friend's grandpa. He got shot in World War II, like in the side of the head, and he survived, but he was like a little fucked up. You know? A little goofy afterwards. Yeah, yeah, he had like a real bad shake and shit, but but he was like there though. He wasn't like, you know. One of those kids that got shot uh, in Snyder whenever uh, Braden and Lawson. Yeah, hey, put the camera on you when you're talking. Because I got um, the camera on us, so you're good. Right on. Okay, yeah. Um, that kid from Snyder got shot in the back of the head and ended up in our hospital. Oh, yeah. And homeboy can walk, talk, read. Eat, oh, he shit. ended up at Trust Point where you work? Yeah, yeah. That's and crazy. he was like, do you, know, do you know the Merrills? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. 
Dude, so he survived that? He got shot in the back of the head? Yeah, like, they were fucking, I mean, they were, they robbed somebody, and the dude opened fire uh, on their car. And it oh, went, but it went through the windshield, right? Yeah, through back the windshield. back window, yeah, it hit somebody. Fuck, dude. No thanks. That's crazy. I wonder what he, if he dreamed, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, what his dreams were like. Yeah, what his dreams were like when he was under and shit, and, like, if your brain was, like, you know, under that much, like, trauma and stress, if he even dreamed, or if it was just, like, your consciousness dreaming or something but right i don't know it's crazy my friend will dude he fucking fell off a three-story balcony and cracked his head open and had a tbi and like not now he's cool but fucking yeah it's just crazy dude i don't know it freaks me out like uh, humans we're like we do so much you know like we've fucking built skyscrapers and we've been to the fucking moon and shit you know but like we're so fragile so fragile like all it takes is just a couple of fucking good hits to the head and boop you're out of there dude like kicked in the head with a horse and you're fucking out of there. Uh, I don't know, it's trippy, man. You want to tell them about the NPC we met in Austin? The NPC we oh, met? Oh, wait, were you there for that? No. I, well, I, I kind of remember, but I, I can't think off the top of my head what you're talking about. We straight up met this homeless dude in uh, Austin. Who was oh, like, yeah, he was like the, the, like The dialogue was like straight out of Red Dead. You walk up to this dude and he starts talking to you and you know, you can kind of take it either way, but it was just, it was weird. It was like a straight up real life NPC. Yeah, we were saying like, it's like, it's like an NPC because like if you stick stick around long enough, they just start, start over, over with the same dialogue. <laughs> Not to make fun of the homeless person who's mentally no. ill, but yeah. It's fucking crazy because like we don't really see it that bad in Lubbock, you know, but like on this trip, uh, that's pretty much everywhere we've been, there's been homeless people. And it's fucking sad, man. It is sad. There's and it's not even it. that bad in this state as it is other states, like New York or L.A. or, you know, as far as cities goes. Yeah. But, yeah, it's awful, man. Well, if, if you could fix it, what would you do, Tanner? What do you think, what What do you think the move, like, how, how would we fix it? Fuck, dude. Jokingly, you gotta feed the hungry, you gotta feed the homeless to the hungry. That's two birds, one stone. But realistically... Fuck, dude, I don't know. Um, it's just got to be like social programs. We got to help get these people back on their feet. But nobody likes that word. Nobody likes to help other people, you know. Right. It's hard to get funding. I to know. get mental health treatment for these people. Yeah, and that's Addiction programs to get them back into work details. See, that's my, that's like my personal belief is like I think if we could figure out the addiction issue like if we you know we'll never fully solve addiction or people doing drugs and alcohol yeah it'll always be part of if, as long as there's humans they're gonna get fucked up yeah but if we could you know reduce mitigate the numbers it. mitigate yeah. it like less people addicted to hardcore drugs less people addicted to alcohol i think that we'd solve a lot of problems with our system that our whole society faces like yeah. prison populations homeless populations like if we had more and more people like in recovery you know like living fulfilling lives yeah. you know not abusing their bodies and their brains and their minds like I think a lot of that shit would just resolve itself yeah and you know we don't we don't even think about the people that are homeless or in a situation like that that are not addicted to anything they're like they aren't Oh, yeah. You know, Some people like, are just mentally ill. Yeah, they're just mentally ill or, like, they just got fucked somewhere. Yeah. But then they get categorized as a junkie just because they're homeless. Yeah. Because it would piss me off if I was homeless and people were, like, assuming I was a junkie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's a vicious cycle, too, because the longer you, like, live in that environment, the more... The harder it is to get out. Yeah, the harder it is to get out, the more things that happen to you that contribute to your overall, like, 
you know, plight yes. and like the, the even more like psychological problems that you can develop, you know, just trauma and stress and, and all that stuff, you know, like it's, it's just a fucking cycle, man. And it's really like it could happen to any of us pretty easily, yeah. you know, it's awful. I think uh, most Americans on average are like one medical bill, like one medical emergency away from bankruptcy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's awful. Shit, I'm know. just like one, one, you know, impulse buy away from bankruptcy. You know, <laughs> fucking Same buy dude. me a guitar amp, and I'm like, oh yeah. shit, we're gonna have to get rid of the house. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's awful. It's weird too, and it's like it, I, it, I don't like to get political on this podcast because it's not a fucking political podcast. But it's hard not to get political when we start talking about mental health and like all the problems of our society and it just seems like but I, I like I get both sides of like the political spectrum and argument and it's like there's an objective right on on some of the you know yeah. issue by issue there is an objective like moral choice you know right some of them are just arguing you know and on and it doesn't really matter it's it's a it's a bipartisan thing where both both political sides of the aisle do that shit yeah i mean I don't know, and like honestly, with the homeless problem and the mental illness issue, it's like, you know, when Reagan was president, he literally just like, had, you know, cut funding this stuff, and literally yeah. they just opened psych wards and asylums and just let people into let the streets. And like, yeah. I'm sure that there's data that shows like, you know, since then, like how bad the problem has grown, and like, I don't know. I mean, there's probably some numbers it's, behind it's, it. It's weird though because it's like it's almost like. Okay, if we if we like made programs to where we put homeless people in vacant houses, like you know, that might get them off the streets, but it also might fuck up houses, which could create a third problem, or you know what I'm saying, like another issue, and like how I don't know how do we like you know manufacture and engineer a program that like gets people all back on their feet and doesn't it isn't they're not able to like trick the system right. and. I, I mean, know. there's always going to be people taking advantage of the system. That's just how it is. Right. But the good majority of people that benefit from those genuinely need it. Right. Um, I, I'm not really smart enough to know what would work, but I'm willing to bet, like, a couple trillion dollars that we spent in Iraq. Like, that could have probably paid for a lot of health services, right. a lot of social safety nets that... Uh, provided for old people and the like, uh, the socioeconomic status of people with you know on the lower rungs probably could help. You know, absolutely. I mean, uh, they don't ask how you gonna pay for that. How you gonna pay for that? Uh, you yeah. start fucking buying Boeing 747s or whatever, or yep. AC 130s, whatever. No, it's true, man. I mean, and I, I hate to I hate to say that, like you know, I got a brother in the military. I'm not I'm not anti-military. But at the same time, it's like, I, I feel like there's so much big business in that whole world. And like that, because like, fucking the military, the standing military members don't really make that much. Yeah. So they're not getting that money. Like, the, and dude, you know what I mean? And like, the fucked up thing is that when they come back all mangled and have PTSD. And oh, we just, PTSD, just, that's it. There's, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, sorry fucking about you. Yeah, dude, sorry. there's no fucking help. There's, there's no, no money. So, sorry, the VA has to run really slow because we can't fund it. Yeah. Hellfire missiles and fucking, uh, you know, jets. Got you. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird because we're, like, the most developed nation in the world. But, like, at the same time, like, we have all these fucking issues on the inside. And 
Not to mention fucking, you know. That's not to say we don't love this place. We're, no, like, absolutely, I, absolutely. I, th I think the best country the in the fact world. That, the fact that we're able to criticize it and and work on making it better is what I love about it. I mean, fuck, dude. I know none of us are like we. None of us feel like we're like super wealthy or anything. But we just took a week off of work to go do like our live our dream. You know what I'm Very saying? Very fucking fortunate. And yes. Nobody. Like, people. People don't even have a fucking dream, much less the means to like try to go to do it for a week. It. And like. You know, we're Get a privileged. Taste. Yeah, we're privileged enough to do that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Did I have to suck a couple dicks? I mean, for gas money? Yeah, but like, it's not that. I'm just kidding. We brought <laughs> you for a reason. <laughs> got, the, got the dick sucking lips. No, you need to do but. But you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. We're fucking. We're lucky. I mean. We are lucky. But it's also like, yeah, like we're the developed, most developed country in the world, wealthiest country in the world. Like, it's really kind of our job. To like set the standards, set, set the, the standard. fucking like lead the world, and I and I get I get why a lot of people are pro like pro military, pro regime change war, because if we don't do it, no one else, and no who 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 then? if not us, then who? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't. And know. And we've we've taken the charge like that on multiple occasions throughout history, where America's you know came fucking through or. Um, like the space race, um, even right. the Russians kind of beat us. Like, but it was impressive to get a man there. Right. Um, Allegedly, I'm just kidding. I believe it. I believe it. We piloted on the moon. I don't know. I've never actually really looked into, looked into that one. I but, believe we landed. Yeah, we I believe we landed on the moon. But, but uh, it's interesting to, if we did. I don't doubt that there was some deception uh, early on because of the, you know, the the tension between. And I, USSR I, right, and I don't doubt that if we couldn't have got there, we definitely would have faked it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, but, or like uh, faked it and then made it like two years later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, like showed the video to the press and be like, they, oh look. Did they say that they lost the the videotape to it? I don't know. To the landing? Like recently? No, like. In the 70s or whatever? Yeah, they, they lost the tape to it and it, or it was re recorded over or something like that. So really? They, yeah, so there's like that. this conspiracy to that, to where like they ended up refilming it on a Hollywood studio set. Oh, so even even though it was originally filmed for real. Right. I mean, none of us have were alive when it actually aired. You know what I'm saying? So who who knows like what? Because I've I've seen it, but I mean, who knows what I actually saw? You know, with the whole. And then they said, well, I mean, there, there's a lot of conspiracy to it. Whenever it has to do with like the flag going up and it's like waving up there on the film. And right, and the shadows and, and the shadows. I've heard a little shit. bit about it, but that's just not one I've ever dived into. Like. My conspiracy theory stuff started with 9-11, because that was the one I was Me like, too. all right, I'm that's fucking... I'm That one is the one conspiracy, like yeah. that, maybe the Kennedy assassination, where I'm like, mm, yeah. this Kennedy is kind of weird. But I started at 9-11. That's the only one I still, like, a lot of shit that comes out, like, I, I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. But that one, I still, I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, there's definitely some fishy stuff. If not, like, the way I believe about it is, like, Regardless of like, even if it, it may have been an inside job, I don't know. But at the very least, if if anything, we let it happen. Well, I thought yeah, I saw, we knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, you know, I thought I saw another article about how they're reopening the case on that because they do believe that it's it's an inside job. I'm sure, I'm sure they I'm sure they are. I mean, fucking Building Seven. I mean, there's like a lot of evidence. That like, and, and just scientific get hit fact. around the world all the time by airplanes, and it's weird that like those fell just straight down. Yeah. I'm not a fucking engineer. I'm not a scientist, but it the just, Pentagon, the hole in the Pentagon was like. And there was only feet. one camera yeah. filming. And then after all of the shit in New York, they like somehow found passports. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of fishy stuff, man. It's weird. And then the the owner of the building itself, 
took out an insurance policy yeah, like claim a week before. Like a week before. And then there was like $2.3 trillion missing from, from the, the Pentagon. Well, there's yeah, like footage, Pentagon. There's the footage of budget. like those guys inside, like, or not footage, but like pictures, I guess, of uh, guys like setting bombs and stuff inside there. Like, oh, there's, really? Yeah, there's a bunch of explosions, there explosions inside of it. Control. But there's also like, with every conspiracy theory, there's always like some wacky fucking version of it too. Like, I've, I've heard like there was no planes, it was all camp, it was all like uh, missiles. Yeah, it was like yeah. missiles. I, like in it, like the camera footage is like faked because like Dude, you can yeah, see something coming out the other there. side. And then I've also heard like, oh, they were laser beams from satellites in orbit. Freaking <laughs> laser beams on their heads. Laser beams, brother. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll show you footage of like the plane coming in, and the second it comes in, like the front of it's still on this side of the building, and this side's already exploding. Oh yeah, yeah, it's weird, man. Um, I've seen that one. Thanks, George so Bush. Yeah, I haven't Dick seen Cheney, that. Some bitch. Did you guys see that Christian Bale movie with? This? I, dude, I saw the first eight. Is it minute, good? And, no, like uh, it was good, but I, I need to finish it. But yeah, what I that. saw was immediately interesting. Dude, I haven't watched anything this whole trip really. I watched a little bit of Joe Rogan on YouTube, but it's as, nice. As, so, as a treat, I've been, treat. I've been keeping up on my vlogs at night before I yeah. go to bed. <laughs> you watch like David Dobrik and yeah. all that. Yeah. Jason Nash. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy how many followers he has on YouTube. Good for him. Um, yeah, man. I mean, what's like another conspiracy theory do y'all believe in? I definitely believe that uh, Kennedy was probably assassinated right. uh, by more than one person. You yeah, know? that one's weird. I remember even at school, like, magic bullet. What the fuck? Like, well, I actually, know. I feel like that might actually just been like a miraculous thing where John Connolly just got the shit into the stick. The bullet separated several different places and hit him. Yeah. But like... I don't know if I don't know if Lee Harvey Oswald was even capable of doing that by himself, you know? Right. Did you watch that uh that Stephen King uh the Yeah, with James Franco? Yeah, with James Franco. Bro, I I will watch that every year one once a year for the rest of my life. I love it. Yeah, it's really good. It's crazy. But I remember like I remember a long time ago, maybe even I don't even know, like ten years ago, I heard JFK's speech on secret societies. And it like Oh, and he wanted to shut down the Federal Reserve? Oh uh, yeah, dude, it fucked Go me up. Go back to the gold standard? Yes, it fucked me up because like I, I don't know, man, it just sound it just seems like there there really is some weird shit that goes on and he knew about it and he really like I don't know, I mean he was kinda of sketchy too though with yeah. fucking Marilyn Monroe and all that, but Dude, in the Bay of Pigs? Yeah. He fucked that up. Oh, yeah. He fucked that right on up. Well, not even just that, but, like, dude, during his presidency, there was, like, Operation Northwood, like, a plan to, yep. like, do kill, a fake kill. invasion where yeah, they killed American citizens. That was, like, the first of the red flag things. Yeah, you know, or false first flags, false flags, yeah. Where they were, like, gonna pay Cuban nationals to dress up like Soviet soldiers or something and come murder people in Miami. Right. You know, it's a weird trend, and this, this I don't, I'm sure there's, like, a lot of, like, other things like this, but like, okay, so for example, not on 9-11, during all, all of that, they were actually training for that to happen. And so because they were training, they couldn't scramble quick enough for it to, for them to, the like what? Like that's crazy. And the same thing happened with the Boston bombings. They were training for a bomb, bomb thing during. Oh yeah. You know what? I do remember that. Yeah. That's, that's happened a few times. It's you weird, were, man. Yeah. And then that was like the only time I know of like an actual declared martial law being in order because they wouldn't let anybody in or out of Boston. Remember? Dude, that's what freaks me out about this coronavirus like scare is like. If Trump declares martial law and it like lasts past fucking the election year, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to like feed into the fear or panic, but 
It's um, a concern. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And somebody if was you, telling me last night. Up, if he straight up gets elected with more votes, four more years. Fuck it. Let's yeah, see what happens. But. I honestly feel like it probably is going to happen because oh, yeah. the same things happen the same as 2016 as where yeah, the Democratic Party's all fucked up. Fucking pussies, they don't fight. Yeah, nobody wants to fucking. It's like, it's like the Harlem Globetrotters always play the same team, you know what I mean? Right. And there's like the, the team that the Globetrotters plays, they're supposed to lose every game. Right. That's the Democrats' role in this. They're just the designated losers. Right. I mean, I'm like, with 2016's election, I mean, it kind of gave me, it kind of, it went a weird way, it restored my faith in the system. We because have been the Democratic Party, like, in our stuff for years, though. Yeah. Yeah, for the for the a long time we were more of a Democratic than we were a Republican. And so like, I think that's that's kind of a big thing too right now. It's like it we we switched over to Republican Party this year, and now everybody's flipping tits because they don't know how to react to it. You know. Cool. <laughs> ah, it's hot. Cool. Ah. Good get wet, get on the road again. See, it's it's kind of it's kind of a bitch. It's fucking goofy. There it goes. I just didn't want to get that liquid. Oh, what I was saying was, what? It's close. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Wait, are you using that as trash? Okay, that's fine. Actually, we have a trash too if we need. Okay, trash. I just needed it closed. Um. Oh, okay. What I was saying was, okay. So, 2016, when Trump got elected, it kind of restored my faith in a weird way in the system because, like, I always was like a person that's like didn't believe in like that we had a a legitimate system that we can vote and change things, you know what I'm saying? And it's still fucked, don't get me wrong, when you get money out of politics and Congress and super PACs and but all that But the fact bullshit, that he won does, yeah. does prove a point you're proving, yeah, yeah, you're trying to make. Huh? That, that, we, enough people fucking vote, like, anybody can Or enough vote. people don't vote. Yeah, you know true, what I mean? true. Voter, I mean, voter apathy I'm not like super anti-Trump, like, I don't know enough to be like, yeah, he's fucking us up. He's like, fucking us up. Yeah. I know enough, he's fucking us up. I mean, I know that I'm just not that educated on it, you know, and I, I, mean, I really don't want to like spew off a bunch of anti-Trump shit because I know I probably got some people that like Trump like, no, and listen to the okay, show. It's okay to like Trump. Um, He's funny. I say that. It He's is funny. Goofy. And him like, having a Twitter is the shit. It's pretty funny. It's really funny. And he does not give a fuck. And he's a and good troll. He, he'll fucking, and he's quick-witted with it. And like, honestly, it, the one good thing that he, that could come out of him is the fact that like maybe politicians won't be so full of bullshit anymore, and they'll just like be honest. But they maybe won't not. Do, I, I mean, and honestly, dude, he has broke a lot of those people, man. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's fucking opened up in some pretty closed up doors on some Absolutely. people, man. Oh, for sure, like, he talked to North Korea. He's done some good shit. That's fucking wrong, man. Was doing pretty good before this whole coronavirus scare bullshit. Yeah, that wasn't his fault. I think, I think honestly, like him becoming president was a good thing, and only the fact that, like, I don't like the guy to be honest with you, but like, yeah, I think he's racist. Honestly, uh, it's it's opening people's eyes to like a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah, a whole bunch of corruption. Oh, I agree. I mean, I think I I really think him and Bernie were trying to do the same thing. But I feel like I feel like had Hillary won. We'd still be lost in this whole lost cause of some bullshit, and still like oblivion to like what's actually happening. It would, it would, the sheep wouldn't have been pulled with Hillary. It would have been just like Obama. It would have been just literally corporate centrism. We just roll the dice. You know what I mean? It would have been no shakeup. But Trump straight up shake, shook up the system. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's it, you know, for like, a good, you, you in can, a good way in a way though, man. Like, not necessarily. I'll explain my point. Is you you can dislike him. 
uh, for his policy and stuff because that affects people and it can affect our country for you know generations. Like he's put a lot of conservative judges on courts and stacked them, and those are lifetime appointments. So even way past his administration, there's going to be conservative judges on all levels of courts, and that's going to be hard to get uh, uh, some bipartisan things passed. You know what I mean? Because there will always have to be compromise. But you don't have to like his personality. And that's something that a lot of people on the left don't. They're just like, oh, he's uh, he, he, he uses bad words. He, yeah. he, he made fun of me on Twitter. And I'm like, dude, that's it's kind of funny. And it doesn't really matter that much. What matters is the policy that negatively impacts our country and American lives. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm a pretty liberal person. And, like, vote, I voted Democrat and I voted for Bernie. But, like, some liberal people are so fucking weak-minded, and it, it, it bothers me, dude. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, oh. like, trying to be toxic toxic masculinity or anything like that or, or have any of that, but I don't Whatever know. happened to people having thick skin, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you don't like what you're hearing, then fucking stop listening or go away or change right. the channel or scroll. And, and we've, like, lost as a society the ability to disagree like yeah. healthily and like yeah. just you know have a oh, have a conversation agree, yeah like i don't know i mean i have a lot of friends that are trump supporters and like i understand why yeah. like i don't hate them i get for it. it yeah i, I don't still hate love them either and, but some people just are not like that but but it also seems like you know with social media like you always hear the loudest voices on either side you know yeah, what I'm saying? absolutely the fringe are the loudest ones yeah and the when loudest ones are the, always the ones to the furthest extent yeah. you know and that's why we have labels on paint cans that say don't drink. It's yeah, those exactly. people. That one fucking guy. Yeah, fucking like, drink it. if it's got a label on it, somebody fucking did it already. I mean, am I, am I that guy? Have I drank yeah. paint? <laughs> yes, but still. <laughs> what I really want to see is I want to see Uncle Joe fight Trump one-on-one -on -one in a boxing ring. <laughs> no gloves. Yes, Nothing oh, but a rusty oh, spoon. Fuck yeah, oh, fucking death. Corn pop looking ass. He needs to get on. They need to get both of them on that Sudafed shit or whatever Trump does and just fucking let him go. Yeah, get them all tweaked up. I think I think what they should do instead of having wars is just have presidents going up to against each other and just fucking boxing yeah. drinks. Yeah, if my president <laughs> if our president <laughs> beats your president, we're taking your resources. Exactly, man. Like have them, like, you know, there, if there's a fucking war to have them fucking get at it. If we do it that way, then I'm not voting for Bernie. Winner takes all. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but dude, one thing maybe Tanner, you can answer this, but like, I, I, to me, it would seem like the most logical thing. Like, okay, say so we have like all these good candidates. We had like fucking Bernie and fucking Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang. Like, why, why don't some of the people who are both all running, why don't they just like join forces? Like, why, do, why does the never, why is the never, the runner-up never selected as the VP? Like, I don't understand that. I don't know. It would it would seem it's to be okay. The reason why the runner-ups never chosen as VP is because whoever actually wins it needs to pander to a base that they're insecure with. So, like with Obama, of course he didn't choose a female or a black person. He needed an old white guy to uh, appease to, to get... the people that were unsure about Obama and his policy. You know? Right. So he was like, "Hey, what about Mr. Uncle Hansy Joe?" You know. Dude, that fucking shit creeps me out, dude. Snip the videos of him girls rubbing on little shit. girls. Have you seen? I saw an edit where it was like like anime girls. <laughs> it's it pretty funny, but it's still creepy. Like God, dude, damn. and he's got such a fucked up, checkered past on voting records. Like, well, dude, wasn't he against gay marriage until like a few years ago? Not that long ago, Jesus. and like he was uh, during the busing thing, he was for 
or he voted against busing, which would allow. I might have it backwards. What's busing? What like it was, was during, during yeah, busting nuts. Um, <laughs> it was during segregation. They were trying to make it so that school buses would pick up all kids and take them. You know, instead of having white school buses and black school buses. And then he even there's video of him um, defending working with neo Nazis and saying that he would work with them or you know uh, white supremacists or whatever. Yeah. It's just. He's just always been on the wrong side of history, and yeah. he's like failed upward, just Damn. like Trump. Yeah, I don't know. It's man. gonna be a good boxing match, right? That'd be dope. Probably both of them would die. Honestly, their hearts would probably explode. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's weird too because it's really like they keep us kind of distracted by the presidential race when really it's like we should be fucking worried about who's in Congress and yeah. voting all our fucking laws, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's all kind of a mess, really. But it sucks, too, because it's like the shit affects our lives. It's, the shit affects our society. Yeah. Like, the policies and the laws that get voted in are the they reason matter. why there's homeless people everywhere, yeah. why we're fucking paying so much yeah. for fucking why health we're, why insurance. Why we're like, bombing fucking 14 countries or whatever. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But What would be cool is... When you pay your taxes, if you could choose what percentage of what taxes go to what, what. Yeah. yeah, like some things there isn't you you don't have a say in like infrastructure, healthcare, you know, uh, defense spending, all of that is necessary. But then uh, when it comes to how much you want, you know, maybe you could adjust it. I don't know. I'm just if I could choose where my tax dollars went, I definitely wouldn't be. Uh, if people could vote for that stuff too, that would be a thing. Yeah. Right, direct direct vote on yeah. certain. Yeah, it's, I think, I think the term is direct initiative text, ballots. Text, yeah, direct initiative ballots. Text to yeah. 32555 if you want to vote for... <laughs> yeah, Dude, no. we would already be legal if that if they, if that was a Straight thing. Straight up. You know what I mean? Which, I'm not, I don't smoke weed, but I think it should be legal. Isn't that weird how, like, 60% of Americans... Yeah, let the fucking the people, people answer. Yeah, like, yeah, like 60% of Americans <sighs> agree that it should be, but, yeah, you can still get locked up for it in most yeah. cities, you know? It's awful. I mean, and I honestly think that drugs should be decriminalized totally, and the drug war ended, and then take that money, take and put the power it in, away from the cartel, yep. and then reallocate those funds. Fund treatment programs, fund like you know, like dude, treatment in this like, drug addiction treatment in this country is fucking so. And just anything to do with insurance is so fucking expensive. Medical in general, obviously, yeah. but but like drug addiction treatment is like even like our you know decent. Um, place in Lubbock is like 10000 for like a 60-day treatment, you know. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. It's like... It's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's weird because, like, you could you could sit here all day and, like, look at things that... The problems of our country and be like, oh, we're fucking terrible. We're fucking dying. Yeah. yeah but, nah, like... we're doing all right. Yeah, I mean, it's still the fucking best place to live. Like yeah, I said earlier, up. like... We're, and out of all the places in America, Texas, like... We got pretty lucky. Oh, dude, for sure. Texas is the shit. Sure. I love One, seeing two, three cops right here. Three cops ahead. I was like watching a podcast they were doing from the road once, and they got pulled over and they left the shit rolling. <laughs> oh, I would. Yeah, I would too. There's a video uh, somewhere where me and Callie. Are, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna tell this on film. Yeah, don't tell it on. Don't incriminate yourself. Well, it's not me I'm worried about. I'm just going to get Callie in trouble. Yeah. With my mom. Mommy. She'll be mad. Mommy long legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now I got put over. He didn't do yeah. nothing. 
Yeah, we've been giving Tanner a hard time on this trip. But it's been fun. I feel like I've laughed more on this trip than I have in a long fucking time. What did I say the episode title was going to be? Gigging and giggling. Yeah, so this trip's been good. Oh, you got the pictures? Yeah. How's your GRE coming? Uh, Harvey here has drove the whole fucking way. Trooper. Yeah, he won't let anybody else drive because it's his car. But as long as he's happy, I'm downtown Austin. Then I'll do it. Oh, fuck yeah, those look good, dude. Awesome. I got a new profile picture now. Band guys and all their fucking profile pictures are of them playing. How do we convince Harvey to get a Friday the 13th tattoo with us? You don't. You don't? Nah, what right. about somewhere where it'll never get seen? What about right above your butt crack so only we'll see it? What if the band fund pays <laughs> for it? For it? It's like 20 bucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I just choked on the god hole. <laughs> Choking on my god hole? <laughs> That's another ungunk song. <laughs> Choking on my god hole. You know that dance Gavin dance song? It's like, I'm down with Brown Town or something. I'm like that. down like with that. Brown Town. Yeah, I Is think that it's... what that's about? I actually don't know. I would think that it's about anal. That's what I thought too, but I wasn't sure. Being a good Christian and using the god hole. Because then it's not a sin. <laughs> but if you think about it, if Jesus died for your sins, then if you don't sin, didn't he die for nothing? <laughs> Honestly, though. <laughs> so, so, like, so, like, fucking sins. <laughs> the sin is in. Let the sin begin. I have a couple Christian friends, and I feel like if they heard that, they'd be like, they'd be so I'm pissed so, off. I'm just kidding. They, they, I'm, no, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I, I think it's funny. but It is funny. And I, honestly, I follow the logic a little bit. You know? I mean, well, you, you want to get up there and then be like, really? You didn't do, you didn't do anything? I told you I would forgive you right. for anything, and you didn't do anything. <laughs> Sending your little ass back. That's go, like kind of go fuck up some shit. Yeah, dude, raise it, blow up a city bank, bro. Like, come on, <laughs> jaywalk or something. Dude, we had a bank robbery. Like, like, yeah. 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 Do something. <laughs> I remember we were talking about that yesterday. I feel like it'd be really hard to rob a bank today. It happens, it's though. It's damn near impossible. Yeah, but somebody robbed, tried to rob a bank in Lubbock recently. They got busted. Yeah, they got busted right, busted. All, right in the face. I think you could probably do it if you, like, uh, <laughs> if you, like, worked for the police force and you lived in a small town like Anson or, you know, Haskell or something. Like a small bank, yeah. too. Yeah, and you, had, like, if you worked for the police security. department, you could, like probably have somebody go in and take the fall for it you know somebody go to jail for it and then you keep the money keep the money have y'all seen that movie masterminds was that galfinakis where they robbed the security truck or the cat the armed armed car uh -uh. armored car uh -uh. it's pretty it's, it's funny they like rob it for is like that thirty thousand dollars screenshot is where he's like doing the math um no, that's from, I think that's from Dinner with Schmucks. Oh, okay. But it's the one where he's like wearing a denim, all denim, like uh, like denim shorts and a denim yeah, shirt. And he has like a weird haircut. Uh, it's a fucking goofy ass movie, but it's like a real story where these people, they like, they they got this guy who drove a, an armored car to like rob it for them. And then they fucking like stole all the money and then implicated him in it. Yeah. And yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. You're all right, girl. What's the stupidest thing y'all have done that you are shocked you got away with? 
legally or illegally. I like I for me, I never got caught with like hard drugs, like not once. Uh, I got caught with ecstasy when I was like 17, but it was on my juvenile record. So it doesn't count? No, it doesn't count. <laughs> I'm talking like, I never got caught with heroin or cocaine or... Did you ever, did you ever do anything as a kid that could have got you, okay, like friends, okay, for example, me and my brother and two of our friends, for some reason, there was just like an abandoned house across the street from mine when we were little, for some reason we got in our heads that there was money or like treasure or something inside of this house, so we just started breaking into this house, and we like uh, broke a window and like got in, and it was like nobody lived there or anything, it was like an old dilapidated house, but the neighbors called the cops, the cops came. And I don't, I don't know. I felt like, looking back on it now, it's probably white privilege, but like, we didn't get in trouble or anything. The cop was just like, "What are y'all doing?" You know, and, um, like just my parents were like, you know, they came across the street and saw the cop and everything and saw us. And like, we didn't get in trouble. We were like, we were little. We were like seven or eight, maybe even a little older than that. But on a job or anything like that, weird, sketchy. Yeah. Or am I just a fucking hooligan? Don't know yeah. if I want to talk about them. Oh, alright. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. We'll resume in like an hour or two? Yeah, we can take a break. But your arm's hurting, huh? It is. Alright. Weird Fat and Soap Podcast. Continuing episode 17 here from our Airbnb in Denton. I've got two of my heroes, homies, hoodlums. Bird up. Bird up. Legalized ranch. Um, it's been chill, man. Honestly, this week has been fucking awesome and exactly what I needed and uh, exactly what we needed as a band. Nothing has been too bad or crazy or sketchy. Um, we had a little bit of all that, but not too much. Uh, I guess the sketchiest part was San Angelo. Um, we saved a baby. Possibly saved a child. Not real sure. Um, we did. We were, so we were, there's like, where the bar was across the street, there was this thing called Paintbrush Alley there in San Angelo. It's just like a, an outdoor, uh, art gallery, basically, like where artists were allowed to like, you know, do murals on the walls and. Um, so we're like walking around and, you know, me and Samson are kind of behind Harvey and Tanner and we see these two dudes roll like with a stroller and like a girl who's probably like six. Way too old to be in a stroller. And she was like standing up in it, uncomfortable, but didn't say anything. Didn't look at us really. Yeah. The two dudes that were there were like two, like mid thirties, early forties, like meth head looking dudes looked real rough and it just it's like getting dark outside and we're like why are they out here in like a on a tuesday or monday it was a monday monday yeah and it's like a little art trail walk you know like it's in an alley it's like poorly lit it was just sketchy sketch gave us a weird vibe and like we would walk we walked to like kind of where they were hanging out like we were just walking through and then we get to a certain point and they like turn around and go the other way did you wash your hoodie 
Mm, yeah, just Is this like, feel like fabric softener? Sorry to interrupt. No, you're it's like good. so soft. Dude, that's the shit, though. I didn't wash my hoodie, but I washed all my other clothes. My underwear feel good. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, what was I saying? You're saving a baby from a fire. Saving the baby. So yeah, we they we like we pass them and they turn around and they like start going the other way and so we trip out and Tanner's like, dude, we got a call. So we call the cops, you know, which is you know I ain't trying to be. What was that bitch's name from the barbecue? Barbecue Becky. Barbecue Becky. But it was just a weird vibe. Dude, worst case scenario, they get hassled by the cops. Best case scenario, we save a little baby. Yeah, exactly. So, the uh, yeah the positives outweigh the negative. You know what I'm saying? So. But that was really the sketchiest part of this whole week. Like, we've had like we had like a little argument in that same day, which was what that was only the second day, but we had like a small argument. Uh, but ever since, but other than that, we've been fine. Today's the last full day. We leave tomorrow night after we have two shows left. We have tonight and tomorrow night, and then we're gone going back home. Fuck that. What same. going home? Going home. Uh, that's that. That's. I feel like I'm going to be depressed when I go back to normal life. For sure. It's like after a, an acid trip where all your dopamine and serotonin's gone. And so, <laughs> yeah. like, the next day you're just like, uh, everything's oh, beautiful, but, like, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to be here. That feeling? Imagine that times 100 plus pain, and that's a heroin withdrawal. Yeah. It's I'll the be, fucking worst. Like, dude. Not to mention all the trauma and bullshit of your, that your life is, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, I mean... We're fucking privileged to do this, though. Like, I feel so blessed. And, like... Dan's worth this trip. I, privileged. The, privileged, yeah. Guy at the f- front of the human centipede doesn't believe in privilege. <laughs> um, this, this is crazy. It's crazy. I haven't really... This whole episode has just been random shit throughout the tour. You know, a conversation with Kanan and us when we were at his house. And then yesterday in the car. And then today here on the back porch while it's raining a little bit. My phone and camera are getting a little bit of water on them, but it's all right. We're not going to go super long. But um, I haven't even really talked about recovery much. And, like, honestly, this is all a uh, a result of getting sober and getting my life on a fucking better track, you know. Um, I was only able to do this because of the leaps and bounds that I've made in my personal life since getting sober. And um, I don't know, man. I mean... I said it last episode, but if I'm a bad example, which I feel like I am, I'm not as active in the, you know, steps as I should be, which I plan to to really, you know, get back into it heavy when I get when we get home. But if I'm a bad example of it, like <laughs> it's still pretty fucking incredible. It's still pretty incredible what your life can how your life can change and what can happen when you make spirituality a priority when you make better choices when you you know resolve your own inner turmoil and you work through your trauma and uh i don't know man it's just it's awesome um well not that my life is like perfect but fucking here we are doing an eight-day tour for our first time and you know what? We haven't played to zero people any night. We've had, uh, you know... We've made a little money every night. There's been 10 a couple nights. There's been 50 one night, you know. We've played four one night. But hey, man, it wasn't zero. And we've we've made money every night, at least a little bit. So, And I we're all out of stickers, so don't ask. Don't ask for any stickers. <laughs> uh, we're almost out of shirts, too, so... but You can ask for one of those. You can ask for a shirt. Um, I don't know. It's just good. I, I this is the last full day. We're kind of taking it easy. I think today and just relaxing and um, 
enjoying just this nice Airbnb here down in Denton, this little suburbia place. But I don't know. I mean, uh, I didn't really have any plans of what to talk about just now, but I, I felt like I, I should, you know, add that to this episode. Um, it's just, man, fucking amidst all the chaos of this coronavirus scare and shit getting shut down and tour, like tours being canceled by bands, like... Um, we're out here fucking living the dream. They just said for... large crowds, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're good. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty awesome. It's basically just been a vacation, but we also work every night for a few hours. And I don't know. What, what, um, like, what, what was like the worst thing that you expected to happen so far? Like what, like going into this before it happened? Like did you? I expected to be flat fucking broke by now. Me too. Me too. I expected to just be completely wiped, but we did well. Yeah, dude, I'm chilling. I'm we not. Well. I'm not too totally broke yet. Yeah, so I'm and good. I got a check waiting at home. So thank God I, I paid rent before I left. Right. Yeah. Same. Um, I thought we would like be like hating each other by now. So for sure. Genuinely, pleasantly surprised that we're all like cool. I was only worried about not getting along with Dan because I know him well enough yeah. and we're like brothers so like it's okay to be mad at him. I feel like it would be weird to be mad at you. Yeah, same. I felt like I thought I thought nice, yeah. I thought either I thought at least like you and I would have fought by now just cuz we've known each other so long and we butted heads on little shit before and uh-huh. we've been mad at each other because yeah. we've just known each other yeah. so long and we're like brothers. Or I thought at the very least all three of y'all would be mad at me over like a venue or a band. Or farting and not rolling the window down. <laughs> yeah, Waiting until one of us rolls the window down and he's like, oh, oh yeah, y'all farted. can smell that? <laughs> I didn't do that. Maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fat, dude. Weird, fat, and sober, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's really, it hasn't been too bad, man. Um, I'm ready to get home to my lady, though. I got a, I got a full tank, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, we don't, Dan. Please elaborate. Yeah, elaborate. Uh, um, I have a full, <laughs> don't elaborate. Don't elaborate. I have a full knapsack of of little buddies, of little white soldiers. <laughs> it's been fun, man. Like, you know, I back home I hang out with Harvey a lot, and Tanner and I have known each other fucking I don't even know like ten, twelve years. Like More than that, because I graduated high school ten fucking years ago. Jesus Christ. Probably but 12, 14, 15, something like that. You graduated high school 10 years ago? Yeah, this year. You keep year. saying that and it surprises me every time. I know, I'm old doggy. No, I'm just That's all right, I feel young, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I've gotten a bomb with Samson a lot on this trip, and it's been really nice. It's really gotten us to know you. Like, yeah, yeah. now we're officially boys. Dude, we stayed up to like 3.30 just chatting, the two of us, just vibing out, just being tour boyfriends. Cuddle buddling. Actually, yeah. mostly it was Dan talking because I'm it a great was. listener. He is a good listener. We, you talked a lot, though, too. We talked a lot. He gave me some good ideas about uh, some booking stuff and promotion yeah. stuff. And really those guys. Yeah, we're going to try. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Sometimes I just sit here and I, I just, like, try to freestyle talking Ramble. until I get land on something good and I edit it out later. But that's the beauty of it is I can make myself look smart with editing. <laughs> <laughs> I can just remove every place I said like and and. Um, um, so this whole trip, Dan has been saying right instead of listening. I listen. Just sometimes I tune you out. Right? I do it to my girlfriend. It's Dude, real fucking bad. She, she gets so mad, which I understand. That. Yeah. Do you do that to your lady? 
I used to, but since we've been like rebonding, I've been working really hard to listen, and I feel like it makes me appreciate her more when I listen, which sounds like for sure dumb. But no, I, I know what you mean. Like, whenever they surprise you with something like that you were thinking about, or or you know what I mean, when like y'all make a deeper connection on something that you weren't expecting to make, or you're like, oh yeah, I did that too when I was a kid, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right. It makes you appreciate who they are and who they are in your life more. And even, like, on a more basic level, like, just, like, listening to someone, like, makes you appreciate them more. Like, oh, yeah, they have good thoughts. Yeah, for sure. Those were getting sweaty, so I took them off. It's okay, sweaty. It's okay, sweaty. Yeah. Y'all seem like y'all have a pretty good relationship, though. And, uh, we don't have to dive into any relationship stuff, but... That's mostly what our conversations have been about, though, I think. Yeah relationships and machismo and how it could be the downfall of men in our society. Dude, yeah, for real. At least a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good to be uh, a a strong person and, like, it's good to be a provider. But, like, ego is just trippy. It's tricky. It's also trippy, but it's really tricky because I feel like ego could be the downfall of a person entirely. Like if you adhere to your eagle, e- yeah, eagle. <laughs> if you adhere to your eagle, eagle, yeah, yeah, the alpha male shit. You know, like I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like it's fucking what's built roads and saved people from fires, and you know what I'm saying. But like, too much ego, you know, pride is the downfall of it. You know, it's not so much about ridding yourself of your ego, but it's about taming it, right? Utilizing it. Not letting it control you, yeah, you controlling it. balancing it yourself. It's Putting good to have an ego to, to be proud of yourself and to take pride in your work and... Go ahead. That's like, I feel like that's not ego in like the sense... Like I feel like we're like inflating two terms. Like That's like self-confidence and like, like self-love. Yeah. Ego is more like, the, I feel like, the negative, personally. Yeah, ego is like self-interest and like survival of, of just it's me and not others. Yeah, preservation of the self. Um, I don't know, I think there is... Maybe may, 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 that could be right, but I think that ego can also... It's not a good or bad thing. Right. I think it's a thing. Yeah, it's definitely just part of our consciousness yeah. and our, our what, what it is psychology. to the human experience, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, and I guess, you know, like all things, anything that goes unchecked could be dangerous to yeah. society and, and ourselves. And me, and, and me personally, like, I'm... Me I'm personally? A, me personally? That's a side joke that <laughs> I, I hear know, a lot. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I'm a little bit egotistical, and I'm tr- I try to keep it in check. Yeah. I really do. You know? you, you're but the kind of person that acts out in ego and then realizes it and apologizes. And that's that's better than being so full of ego that you can't – you don't it. see your own wrongs. Yeah. I am trying to work on it. I, I know that's one of my character defects, you know? Yeah. It's – yeah, man. It's it's tricky. Like, I mean, that's – Can I your jewel? Absolutely. Sorry, it's not man. even a jewel, dude. Get it right. It's a fuse. Um – I don't know. That's like the battle of, of being human, yeah, especially that. as men, is like, you know, especially in our society and historically, like, we as men, it's been our jobs to be the fucking man, be tough yeah. and, and be strong and be a provider and like... Be a stone cold killer or nothing. Yeah, exactly. And anything less than is, is you're not worthy oh, of... you're a beta. Yeah, you're a beta, all that shit, which is silly as far as humans go. We don't. That's not that's really. Not how it works with that's us. That's not how it works with us. Yeah, we're more complex than binary animals. Yeah, know. exactly. But I, but I also can see the argument that people have about like you know that 
we are becoming Soft weak. We are becoming a weaker society. Yeah. But it's like, is it, are we being weaker? or Are we just changing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're evolving as as a species yeah. and as a society. You don't you don't have to be that way anymore. Right, and nobody alive today is gonna be the same kind of brutal as somebody who lived in the fucking Middle Ages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even the fucking hardest of of yeah. warriors probably still didn't have to like, you know be covered in shit half the time or you know what I'm saying or not bathe but once a year or if at all yeah like I don't know I mean I I don't know yeah I feel like also too I feel like people who are like alpha male types are just as vulnerable and fragile but it's just like that's that's why they project so hard to be they've got a strong uh, you know poker face but inside they're just as as malleable as we are yep maybe even like more so because like they haven't like come to terms with the way that they feel you know oh they're still hiding it from themselves well that's like the whole toxic masculinity thing right i mean that's like you're you are trying so hard to be the manly man that you can't even like get vulnerable with your partner and like talk about how you be a man is to be vulnerable right exactly is to be loving right as as i feel like a strong man knows when he's weak you know yeah, or he knows when it's okay to be. Right. And that's just strong like, person in general. I know I'm using like gendered language here, but we're talking about being men. Yeah, and, we're talking but, about that. But it's it, a specific context. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think that's just true of all people. Like, it's okay to fucking be. You can cry. It's, it's okay, okay to, to feel yeah, things. Exactly. It's okay to care about people. Right. And I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It's a weird dynamic now because it's like. Especially where we are from and live, I feel like most of the men around me, um, you know, the conservative types, like, strive, like, think that we're raising a weak society and shit. And I think it's just, I don't know, it's a, that's a judgment that we that people make that. I'm like, how could how could one even make that claim? Yeah. You know? How how can you be? Uh, that's what I'm can, saying. Like, how nobody... can you know what all of society? is and what's happening to it and where right. it's been like right you only know what you've been exposed to exactly. your own your level of education and then the surrounding area where you live exactly. like, even that is so like ethnocentric like the way that we are here like culturally like mindset wise is not the same way that other people are like even in like china like we're like so much more individualistic and there's so much more collective so like you know our standards like, you can't just say this is how people are because that's just right it's a generalization yeah, exactly generalizations are, are sketchy that's like i feel like a lot of like current racism is generalizations and I do it too I know I'm fucking bad about it sometimes like uh, but I, I I ask questions that are generalizations sometimes I think and I come like, I don't realize that like oh shit I just kind of slipped out some racism not hateful racism but you know what I'm saying like microaggressions yeah like, or like um, that I don't even realize that I, I do like I'll, I'll give you an example that I, I've used recently is like when I first started my girlfriend who's Mexican um, I assumed that she would like spicy food because that's like, you know, typical of the culture. <laughs> I didn't assume, assume, but like I just was like surprised that she didn't, right. you know. And that's like that's how I that's like that example is how I came to understand what a microaggression was. You know yeah. what I mean? And because you hear that term and like you hear like a lot of those terms, and like from woke culture type people, and you're like, what? Like it doesn't even sound like it's something real, but it's it's real, man. Like oversimplifying the complexity of what it is to be human. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, like, it's hardly describable. Right. You know? Yep. And none of us really can know the whole 
uh, aspect of what it is to be human, you know. Right, and our our outlook is limited to our person. Like, yeah. I can't. I, That's I like you said a while ago. Like, like you only see what's around you, what's close to you, the people yeah. you know. Like, I mean, we see more of the world because of social media and. But the we don't news understand. And, it. Right. You know, right. We are getting to see like the thumbnail of what's going on. Right. But to really understand it, it would take being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I feel like uh, we've had a lot of really good conversations this trip, and like. It's funny because I've known all y'all for years and I've known you forever and like I still don't feel like I haven't hit a wall in our conversations at all like between you and I or me and Samson or me and Harvey or, or us as a group like I've been surprised at things that I've learned even about you even after knowing you so long like um, and like learning about the other guys and you know it's, it's, it's I don't know it gives me a lot of hope that like you know if we could get successful and do this as a career, like, I don't feel like... We're going to fall apart once, once, yeah. once the real stress once hits. Once the real stress hits, I feel like we'll be tighter instead of... Because, like, I feel like this has been, like, a chill week, but it's it has been stressful at times, and, like, but we've handled... But it's unrealistic. Yeah. It will never... It'll probably never be like this again. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, we did plan, like, a really hard, but... I don't know. I mean, even if we did this like a few times a year and then moved to a city where we could play on a very regular basis and then all had jobs like that we enjoyed, like, dude, that's fucking plenty. Like, I'd be happy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really want to strive to be a successful musician and do this as my main career and and, and other things too, but that'd be the main thing. If it could could help pay the bills, then... Why, why would I not do it? You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I and all I've ever, all I've ever wanted, the only goal I've ever had is to pay my fucking bills with the and thing eat you love and, yeah. and do what I love. Yeah. Like that's it. Like I, you know, I don't have to be Post Malone. I mean, po- I saw a fucking meme earlier that said uh, Post Malone just canceled his tour. Now he's postponed Malone. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of dad jokey, but um, I feel like ooh, the wind is fucking blowing into that mic. It's going to be a lot of, like, uh, atmospheric noise from the rain on this episode. I'll try to cut some of it out. But, yeah, man. I mean, overall, it's been a fucking good time. And, uh, fuck, I needed this. I don't know about you, but I needed this. Like, I needed to be away yeah. from monotony. Yep. You know? Like, this yep. has all been an, an adventure. I didn't know what was going to happen next. Didn't know what any of the places would look like or what the people would be like. So it's just been continually new experiences yep. every day, and I definitely needed yep. new experiences in my life. Yeah, I, I don't, I can do the monotony eight to five, but like I am not, I am not a hundred percent. I'm not who like I want to be in that life. Yeah. Like doing this, like just free flowing from yeah. thing to thing, and then having some work do at the night and work during the like. You know, working towards something throughout the day and then, like, big payoff at the end of the night with a show. Like, that's, dude, I feel like that's my fucking best life the, right there, the dude. The eight to five shit is like wearing shoes that are too small. Like, yeah, yeah you got shoes, but they're uncomfortable. Right. You know, I'm walking in on them. They're, they're going to work. Yep. But over here, it's like, I'm in the slides. Slides you know? and socks, socks, baby. Yeah, it's, it's it yeah. works. It yeah, feels good. Man. Yep. It's, uh, it feels fucking good. I mean... I don't know. We're we're fucking lucky, dude. Like, 
Very much. Fucking some people can't even afford like you know decent gear to play on. Toilet paper this week. Yeah, fuck, dude. We got plenty of toilet paper yeah. in the trailer, baby. But um, yeah, man. We like lo- bought toilet paper on the first day of the tour and was like. We're not panic buyers, you know. Like we're just we're, we need this. Well, shit. I don't even really think it. It's I guess they really kind of started getting the, like hectic in the middle of this week. Like, yeah. And we it was funny as and we laughed about it all week is like we, this was the sick together tour and like you know this fucking coronavirus pandemic scare happened like could not have planned that any fucking better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's that, Pink Daddy? Pink Pinkly. Pink Pinkly. Pink together. That's the new band outfit. Uniform is pink hoodies. Uniform. <laughs> Uniform. Let's just do white coveralls. That'd be cool. Pure white coveralls. Uh, white sneaks. Like Andrew WK. Like he has like all white. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was thinking of uh, the bassist of uh, Thievery Corporation. There's yeah. a couple of live performances at KPXP where he's all in white. And I'm like, all right. All yeah. right. It's just cool. vibing. Just out here vibing, dog. So I'm going to put Tanner's TikTok in the middle of this episode or at the end of it because uh, I filmed... Maybe not, if you don't I mean, want to. I mean, yeah. Um, it's not that bad. Love it. People like it. It's, it's blown up on it's TikTok. It's a funny-ass joke. It's a little vulgar. It's a little vulgar. That's literally the caption. Turn it down vulgar. a little bit if you got kids. Don't or let like your mom or your son hear it. If your grandma's in there watching, coffee. you uh, might wait. If your abuela's in there making coffee, don't let her hear it. I heard this joke from an old perverted electrician back in the day when I was in construction. And I have told it on repeat for years because it's so funny. So funny. I'll put it at the end of this episode. Probably along with the TikToks I've made so far. But, um, yeah. I wish I could not say um. You don't control have to. yourself too. It's you're true. Control your body. I feel like I'd get better at it doing this podcast. Um, but, um your ability, think about it again. Your sweaty. ability to segue uh, conversations and stuff has improved yeah. because of you practicing with the podcast. Right. Like even when we're not filming. If the, the conversation gets goes dead or gets awkward, you're, you're like, hey, what about right. this? What's funny is, like, I, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because, like, I'm trying to be a counselor, and I feel like I have, like, a little bit of anxiety about just, like, talking to people I don't know. And I feel like doing this, just talk, getting better at talking to people will help me if, you know, if and when I do become a counselor, like, and I'm talking to people and... You know what I mean? That's yeah. one. That was one of the many reasons. Another one was just like, I just thought it would be interesting to talk about recovery and have the op- op- option to talk about music and art and um, I know it's fun too. It's just fun making shit. Yeah. Like I, I just like making shit. You know what I mean? Like I like making like literal shit, like feces. He does it all day, <laughs> every day. Yeah. Seat Jack. Yeah, seat Jack. The seat. But um, I don't know. How you feeling? I'm chilling. What is your expectations for the day tonight and the rest of the time? Truthfully, I don't know. I'm stoked on going to a brewery because, like, we don't really have those in Lubbock. No. And I think that the vibe is just cool. There's, like, a lot of, like, cool crap beers or something here. Right. Okay. It's warm. I got it warm for you. Oh, I warmed it up for you. Yeah, um... So a brewery, they they brew the, this is probably a really dumb question, but they brew the beer there in the place, right? I think they, that's what this big tank. Don't we have a? I thought we have a new one, Two Docks Brewery. Yeah, that's a brewery. Something like that. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I feel like that's a pretty hipster town thing, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. That's kind of in the hipster area. 
Yeah. Pretty soon there'll be dispensaries right next to them. Right. Dude, I'm ready for Texas to legalize it because I feel bad for my friends that smoke, man. Like, even throughout, like, the three years of being sober and, like, being, like, really into recovery and being sober, I really like it. I still think that we're better off as a society if people smoke weed and drink alcohol. Not that drinking alcohol is the worst thing ever, but, like, statistically, it's pretty fucking bad compared to pot. I, my, my baseline for legalization is liberty. Right. Liberty. Do you consider yourself more right. libertarian? Because you... you, you nah. No. I feel like... I I'm, I'm a staunch supporter of our rights and how... like. I don't know. There's there's a lot of things about libertarianism that I don't agree with. Like they're like child labor laws. Fuck that. We'll send them to the coal mines. Oh really? Yeah. Like they're like yeah. The government shouldn't be involved in a lot of things like that. That's just one example. Oh. I'm like no. We gotta have they... fucking labor laws. Yeah. I didn't know they thought like that. It's not not all of them. Generalizations. Right. Yeah. But that's one of the arguments that I see often in libertarian circles. Right. It's that's just like one small example. So but they're like a fringe libertarian. You're like deep enough in to go read those message boards, but you don't. Well, I think it's them. I think it's probably wise to know what you're talking about if you're gonna debate somebody on right. policy or issues. Yeah. You should at least know what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't. I don't really even know what fucking all Democrat beliefs are or Republican. Like, yeah. I know. Like, I always try to just vote like on things that I think are right. You know, like don't put kids in cages and probably, you know probably, not, uh, yeah. probably should. Be like a little less billionaires, or at least you know. Or like maybe just make them pay their taxes. Yeah. Like fucking everybody like else. The rest of us. I don't know. You know. Yeah, but here we go off on politics again. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Have I you ever heard the quote that's like, uh, what is it? I'm gonna fuck it up. I know I'm gonna just okay. butcher it, but it's like a Democrat. Oh no! Okay, so. A Republican is just a Democrat who's never been to jail, and a Democrat is a Republican who's been to jail. Does that make sense? I'm, I think that's wrong. I don't know. I've never heard that. It's like basically days. saying, like, Democrats are people who've gone through shit, and Republicans are people who are scared to go through shit, I guess. Okay, that kind of makes sense, so yeah. That's to my layman's I, uh, dumb, dumb my, terms. My basis for the legalization argument, though, is just like, if anywhere in the world where you should be free to do what you want shouldn't it be america yeah i mean to do with do with my body what i want right i i should be able to do whatever i want with I my agree. body as long as i'm not hurting, hurting somebody or you know destroying property right the government should not be able to tell you what you can and can't do with your body i agree or or yeah i mean as long as you like i think you should be able to do whatever you want yeah. as long as you're not hurting somebody else's business person property and see I on mean. the other side of the libertarian thing is like there's areas where I do think the government should be involved. You know right. what I mean? Like, like um, kids and fucking, fucking old people. Yeah. You know, like I, I have no, I have no idea how my grandmother affords insulin, right. but she's still here. Like people who can't fight for themselves and have nobody yeah. to, you know, defend them. Like they, they're the ones that, like, it's, it should be our job to hire and have people who, uh, uh you know, if we, them. if if we can afford. To go to combat in different countries all over the world, we can afford to take care of our people. Yeah. You know? It's weird because, like, I'm in this history class right now, and, you know, uh, we've been talking about the Constitution and stuff. And, like, 
it, when it was being written and talked about, like they really sat down and they're like, all right, how can we use reason to come up with the best version of government possible? And it was like the first time in history that it had ever been done. You know? And honestly, it's great. I, it is. I, if, if, if we could get it to work for the people, right. it is an amazing system. It's right. like the most beautifully written piece of legislation right. that's ever been crafted. I think the only oversight with it is the fact that like nobody could have predicted that like the globalization of it of, of, of technology now and the fact that like social media is like so part of our culture and society you know oh shit I need to figure out how to change that but yeah so I mean nobody could have predicted that social media was like yeah I mean it's as much a powerful lobbying force as the military industrial complex or you know big pharma like they have so much pull so much money you talking about the companies or the people that use those the companies services? the companies themselves I mean it, you should be able to use it if you want to you know if yeah. you like social media you should use it right but the fact that they have so much pull in the political system you know oh, yeah. like they, they could purchase politicians if they want I'm sure oh, they do dude, you know, yeah. to pass legislation that would further benefit their corporate right. money if, y- if y'all if you could come up with like a perfect world how things worked like what like if the billionaire issue, do you think that like, I've you know like, I've heard people say that there should be like a cap on how much you can make, and I've heard people say that you know the you know anything past ten million a year, fifty percent. Like what 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 would your be opinion if you could make a perf- perfect? There should be billionaires if you if you create a company that makes a, a shitload of money, good for you. But after like. How many fucking billions can you spend in one lifetime? Right. You know what I mean. So after when you have more money than a like a, a medium-sized nation. Y- yeah, I like, mean, and like, dude, if you wanted to that's spend a lot all of power that, for you one can't, person, you can't even spend it if you wanted to. All right. You could buy everything and still have money. You could buy a medium-sized nation and still. Have <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do that all so the I'm, time. I'm, I mean, in like a couple million dollars, like ten million dollars, to us is unfathomable. Oh, it's dude. really not that much. It's not that much in the grand scheme. So of like things. after like maybe. Uh, 10 billion maybe or 5 billion every dollar after that is taxed at like 90 something percent right, that's right. the corporate marginal the sliding taxes yeah the, right. the, uh, yeah and it's only the amount over rate. that so yeah. you could still make that much and yeah and, and and one of the best arguments for that is if you look back at um america's most productive industrial time where we were doing the best the top marginal tax rate was like 70 percent and that's in the right. 50s and 60s right. whenever production was going we were making things we were leading the world in all kinds of different categories and it's because taxes were being paid by the uber wealthy right yeah it's i don't know man it's weird it's weird how like we're uh, like living in the weirdest possible reality for sure you know (laughs) i think about that a lot trump is the president right now yeah and it's so fucking weird that like simpsons simpsons predicts so much shit dude and like even uh, the escalator. Uh, the escalator scene, <laughs> that's like so that's weird. so eerily like perfect, like years before that. It's like e- even even if it's just a coincidence, like even if it's purely a coincidence, and like no, you know, conspiracy yeah. theories yeah. Aside, aside, I don't really think I believe that the Simpsons 
or anybody is like you know plan the future or time travel or anything but it's like just, they that is of, so fucking weird yeah like, they thought of the most bizarre situation they're like yeah, dude and, and, it, came true. and then it yeah. came true they're so like that does that mean that we are living in we're bizarro living in the cartoon world? yeah li- literally yeah the fact that the most obscure thing that they could think of over and over and over and over right. like right. it's like say the original timeline is where all is well in the world. It works well. People get along. You know what I think? And then it, it diverges it on off. both sides. I, sp- I think it split off with JFK, dude. Maybe. Maybe. Or, maybe or was, even Tesla. Or maybe even it was last week when people were standing their brooms up and shit. True. That's what ruined the world. <laughs> it just sent the world into a parallel dimension. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I think about that a lot, too. Like, with the, like the, you know, fucking quantum physics and shit. And they say that, like... If quantum physics is correct and that every possible universe is out there, then that means... Like, one thing I've always tripped out about, and I've thought about this since I was younger, too, when I first heard about quantum physics type stuff. And, like, not that I can even fathom it, really, yeah, or understand it, understand but it. just that concept of, like, okay, if every possibility ever exists everywhere, does that mean every time somebody, like, makes a work of fiction, creates a universe like Star Wars or fucking Marvel or whatever... That, that or the universe is already there exactly. in the realm of possibility, and they simply wrote it down. And it's like, dude... Same thing with music, too. Like, a lot of times, I don't feel like I write the songs. Like, I feel like I yeah. receive them, and they yeah. come to me. Yeah. Like, I don't... And you just manifest them into sound. Yes. Like... I just write them down. I feel you, actually. Like, even, like... Because, like, the possibility for all of those notes to go together at the, at the way that they did... It's just is probability. Yeah. yeah. You just simply brought it from the realm of thought into right. reality. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes, like, a riff will just fucking, like... It's like just feels like it just comes to my hands and I just start playing and like, I don't know and I I know I'm not the first person to say something like that. I've I've heard other people that I look up to who are creatives, and writers and and musicians like say the same thing. Like it, it feels bigger than me. It doesn't feel like, like it's my song. Yeah, I created this. <sighs> yeah, it like, doesn't feel like did that. Did you? I mean, I don't own the I don't own the notes. Like, right. Exactly. You no, know, I don't I don't own the space in which the sound waves vibrate. Like right. it's just like I feel like I'm just part of the thing too. Like if you had a billion dollars, you could probably buy the air. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bottle it and resell it. <laughs> Make another billion. Trans bathwater air. <laughs> <laughs> just an ethos. Yeah, gamer guy bathwater. <laughs> Grungy Sweaty guitarist bathwater. Things that have been sitting Ew. in my sink. Oh. <laughs> I don't have those, but I imagine they're gross. Did I haven't washed my hair in three days because I don't wash my hair that often? And I, but I'm sweating so much now, my hair is fucking greasy right now. I don't know why I'm saying this on the podcast, but it's really bad. <laughs> He's like, bro, I haven't washed or wiped in six. I haven't months. wiped my ass all week, dude. He's like, dude, we bought all that toilet paper. We bought the toilet paper. No, actually, dude, there's been wet. There's like been wet wipes everywhere we've gone. I'm scared. My asshole's all sensitive now. Yeah, when he goes home, he's gonna use he's regular gonna toilet paper. He's gonna hurt. break down in the sewers. Yeah, I know it's They're terrible. Not I know. You're fucking shit up. Oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah, but you know what? It's not any any of my toilets. Your pipes are sewers. Dude, terrible for the environment. swear at the hospital, I unclog a toilet once a week because some asshole flushes the wet wipes, and there's there's literally signs on Don't every bathroom in the whole building. There's like fifty or sixty or seventy fucking toilets in there. There's signs in all of them, oh, yeah. and every week I'm in there fucking running a snake, pulling oh. a fucking pipe out. I, I I like some coffee. You're gonna make a pot. Chilling. You know it's crazy. Drink it if you make it. And I hope this doesn't come off as like. Slight racism, but like okay, so uh, in Mexico, a lot of people don't have uh, they don't have sewers. Yeah, they just have septic, so yeah. they they don't they don't flush their toilet. Put it in the trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it happens a lot in our area with people from Mexico, yeah. and it's just different. It's just culturally different. You know what I mean? Uh, it makes me wonder, like, what 
with stuff like that, um, what's uh, what's something you know other cultural shit that's just different? You know what I mean? I, that's why when I meet somebody from somewhere else, I'm like, oh, how do you like? What's you know? I ask people what's different. You know, as far as like. I don't know. I just ask them like, what, "What have you noticed?" Like when I meet somebody that's from another country, I'm like, "What have you noticed different about here?" You know, but, I know it's interesting. It's weird. I feel like I'm not very cultured as far as like I've never left the country, and so I don't. I don't. I think know. you can get some culture without leaving, but right. it helps. I try to. I always like when I meet somebody yeah. from a different culture, I try to ask questions because I'm interested. I'm yeah, genuinely like me too. And I I specifically try to be a good ambassador everywhere right. I go. So when I meet people and talk about where I'm from and stuff, I tell them I'm from Texas. Oh, yeah. And I try to be super respectful and look them in the eyes and, you know. Honestly, like, I feel listen. like, I mean, Texas, we have a pretty good reputation, I think, worldwide as far as, like, yeah. we're nice. Like a, We could be Florida. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rogan, anytime he talks about Texas, he has nothing but good shit to say. Like, Yeah. White or blue? Someone who gets the white gets to match with me. Someone blue. who gets the blue does not match. Thanks. I just said blue because it was in his hand already. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just wanted the first one. But yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like I even like people I meet from like different areas of Texas are not as friendly as like we are from. I guess I don't know if it's just West Texas or small towns or just like small towns. Is it? There's like a dividing line. Like once you drive into Abilene, where people are friendly again. Right. You're but you're from Houston. You're really friendly. Like I feel like you're friendly like in public and yeah. Also, su- suburbs, like, yeah, right? <laughs> I feel like suburb lifting is different than in the city. Like, I don't know. When I was in New York, like, uh, people were, unless you were going to give them money for something, people were not very friendly as far as, like, and, I mean, I don't think they, damn, that's good. I don't think they were bad people or anything. I right. think they're just, that's just different. Yeah. Know? And, like, they don't look at each other. Yeah, like, on the street, like, you don't, no. like, wave and say Yeah, you people. don't, you, yeah. like, holding doors. Like, I, I, I held a door for somebody in Houston the other day, and, like, they looked at me weird. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I was like, they probably do you like, want Are you me breathing to... coronavirus into my face right now? <laughs> He's like... <laughs> like, are you trying to look at my I'm like... <laughs> yeah. like you could have touched the door. Yeah. I don't know. That lady at the show last night wearing a mask was kind of... I mean, I get it. She was also pretty old, so... Oh, she was wearing a mask. Yeah. How weird is it that we, like, like... I remember, I mean, I heard about the corona stuff and, like, how it was bad in China before I left. And I saw a bunch of leaked videos from China, but I did not expect it to get this bad while we were gone. Like, I, what if we go home and it's just, like, ghost town? Like, people are just locked <laughs> the in. The town is just, just, like, smoldering ruin. <laughs> <laughs> it probably already is. Yeah, it's like Sodom and Gomorrah. If I yeah, look back, one? you turn into salt. Yeah. They flipped over a car on Broadway. Yeah, yeah remember that? They're, like, lime scooters. I called that shit hours yeah. before it happened. Oh, yeah, you did, huh? Yeah, I... Uh, didn't I didn't incite a riot though? Uh, yeah, uh, did, did allegedly. That, that guy that got his car flipped, he like, was a part of that. Was, yeah, like, he got charged. Like, he... Asked for a GoFundMe too. Yeah, what hey, a piece of shit. My car. It was a nice car too. Yeah, it was like a Scion or something. So, I mean, yeah. like a, a decent somebody car. Somebody needs a car out there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, fucking yeah, hey. I'll take that fucker. <laughs> yeah, man. Lubbock's weird, dude. And I felt like it was all kids that were not from Lubbock, you know what I mean? That are like probably from, you know, Houston or Dallas or elsewhere. And yeah. College kids. But obviously that guy, I mean, he was the one that probably that started it, so. Real talk, though, the locals in Lubbock are much cooler than the college kids. Ish. Uh, there are some really cool locals, but they're all some, like, I feel like all the, lo- I mean. It's a little clicky. 
That's a little clicky. I don't know. I feel like everybody bitches about Lubbock, and it's like we grew not up. Not that bad. It's not that bad. I I've, mean, don't get me wrong. On this trip, like seeing Houston and Dallas and Austin, like it's like yeah, dude, Lubbock isn't shit. But like, also, it's like, like bro, we've lived. It could be way Snyder. worse. Yeah, yeah, dude. I went. I lived in Colorado City, Texas, for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's even so worse. That's well, that, is. that is literally a Ziploc bag full of meth on the map. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. And like so, amphetamine, Texas. Yeah. And then I get to Lubbock. You know, I'm I'm from Lubbock. I was born there, but I've only lived there. For, You're born in Lubbock. Yeah. I don't know that. I uh. Snyder. We all, I've only lived there since we got here for college, but eight years ago. I don't. Hate Lubbock. It's not that bad. I don't either. I fucking there's a lot to do compared to Snyder. Yeah, there's and not it's as not much to do as compared to Dallas or Houston or yeah, Austin. That's true. But there's not nothing. Yeah. There's music every night. I mean. And the music know. seems pretty pretty doing pretty well. It's in good Lubbock. to us. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's what validates us. Like for people that like just go up there and like they don't like know anyone. It's like the people, not the place. Like you're right. they feel that way. Oh, Lubbock sucks. I don't like have a community here, but we have right. this music community. So we were like, yeah, I love it. You know. That's true. Community. Yeah, community changes everything community makes your life good or bad and that's that's just science like have y'all ever heard of the rat park experiment yeah you know, i told you about it the other day Sometimes. but what is I'm it just... where the dude has the huge rat maze and then makes all the layers no okay so this was this is studies theory. on it yeah this is studies on addiction and i'm gonna butcher and i can't remember exactly who did it but basically it he, d- he did experiments hey jamie where... pull that up hey jamie we pull that up <laughs> He did it. I need a producer so bad, dude. I have to watch all the cameras and fucking talk. And <laughs> but uh, he did an experiment on rats, where he, you know rats by themselves will choose heroin over food and water every over time over, until yeah. they die. But if you put rats together and then you give them, uh, you know, some mates that they can have sex with, you give them wheels and slides and food and water and everything a rat could want in their life, they won't do the heroin. They'll choose They're community. And yes. Dr. See, Bruce Alexander. Bruce Alexander. That I is think, where was he from? Interesting. Was he American? He is an American psychologist. Okay. It was in the 1970s. 70s, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. And so, I mean, the 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 understanding is is that you enrich somebody's life and the recovery happens automatically. Right. And that's like the whole thing about recovery is like you do the steps you get over the trauma of the things you did. You say sorry to the people that you hurt. You build community within, you know, AA and the recovery communities. Your life gets better, and you know, it's it's you, it's easy to stay sober. Yeah. It's just you don't have a choice. You just got to get started on the steps. Right. You just got to get yeah. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Community really, and that's that's probably why, you know, some people live in small small town USA and love it and are happy there is because. This, it's their community. They're happy, you know? It makes or breaks your life. Like, it, it can make your life so much better than what it is. Without it, you know, you don't... It's... it's Life's kind of bleak. Yeah. You know? okay, We're not... To that, that study. Yeah. I'm reading about it now. So, the rats, they would put them in the, this thing with the water and then the heroin or cocaine water. And when they were alone, they would, like, drink it until they overdosed and died most of the time right and then when they were like having sex they would like some of them would every now and then do it but they would never overdose and they would never die from it just as a treat just <laughs> as a treat yeah man I mean it's interesting and I don't know it's I, I really believe that if we could solve the addiction problem which it's complicated it's not fucking easy do you think easy. it can be solved I don't think it'll ever be fully solved. I don't think we'll ever have 100% of people clean and sober or at least not addicted. But I think if we mitigated the majority of these issues, I think, or at least the majority of the addiction issue, 
then we would solve a lot of our problems in this country and this world. I mean, we're seeing it in Norway and Portugal. They've been doing it for a long time now. Right. You know, they, they decriminalized all drugs. All drugs. They stopped the war on drugs, and they took that money, and they put it into, you know, treatment and therapy and psychology and they, programs they, like, to help people. They, like, like, drug use and then work to, like, make, make the, it easier the to... structures and better, like, yeah. safer. Yeah. Right. I think exactly. that's a big problem is we have like a lot of stigma on drug use and so it's like kind of in like the you're inherently shadow. a bad person because you're addicted to something yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like when it's not really it it's typically got something to do with childhood trauma that goes unresolved yep it's I mean it's a combination of things it's like if the, addiction is crazy because it's like childhood trauma sometimes or trauma from your young adult years and then you're coping because you don't know how to right. deal with it your coping then, mechanisms and, have to be healthy and your coping me- mechanisms are unhealthy because you're doing drugs and that causes more trauma and more damage to your psyche and your life and, and your finances and everything and it's just a fucking it just snowballs man I mean before you know it you're fucking shooting up every day and you want to fucking kill yourself and, and it's just not not Long before that, you were a decent person and yeah. happy and had your shit together. Like, I was a happy person, like, as a kid. And I was, I, I, like, don't get me wrong, like, you know, we talk about, like, people that talk about recovery, uh, we try to, we, we pretend like oh, I was all bad and, like, but, dude, I had a lot of fun doing drugs. Like, even I had a fun doing opiates for a long time, but, uh, but, it, like I said, it snowballs. And it snowballs quick. I mean, I did heroin for two years, and I was fucking plenty of enough for me to fuck up my life, you know? And... Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't, it's, it's just it's complicated. And but I think the main thing is like, you know, we always fucking ties back to fucking politics, which I hate because I don't like talking about politics because it's so divisive. And I feel like we need harmony and we need to be like unified together. But it's like, until we fucking make changes to our society that enrich people's lives and make everybody happier and fulfilled. You know, we're going to fucking have drug addicts. Because people do drugs to escape the pain and torture and torment their lives are. And not everybody has the privilege and the opportunities to just pull themselves up and be okay and get better. Even I, like, am privileged to have gone to treatment and to get sober. Not everybody has that option. In Lubbock, we just, like, this year, or I guess 2019, the last quarter of 2019, like in November... Our one state-funded rehab shut down because of funding. So now people that don't have insurance, they're totally fucked in Lubbock. And the whole West Texas area, like, there's nowhere to go. I think the closest place is Abilene if you live in Lubbock. And some people just don't have the fucking options, you know? If you don't have the socioeconomic privilege to make it to rehab, then you're, you're probably not going to get sober. person at the front of the human centipede doesn't believe in... person at the front of the human centipede doesn't believe in privilege. And that is crazy, though. Yeah. That, that there are no like resources for that. Like like in Midland, there's like no like counselors at all. Well, dude, that's that's a national issue. Yeah. Like, there's not enough counselors. Like, if there are, they don't take your insurance. There's a long wait list. They are living yeah. an hour away. There's a lot of issues built in there, definitely. Oh yeah, and I mean it. Fucking ties back to politics. Reagan fucking cut funding and cut programs. And LBJ had the vision of the Great Society, and that, that like that started a lot of mental health stuff. And I'm not saying LBJ was great, no. but he did a good thing with that. He's actually he was a good president. Um, yeah. Some people were you, like, your face was like, like I was like, I got a point to make. Yeah, because like people forget that Harry Truman and LBJ were two of the most 
socialism. Because right. they made all these social programs. They did like the, the farm bill where they helped keep prices low enough for small time farmers to be able to stay in competition. They uh, en enacted things like social security, uh, welfare for those who don't have it, stuff like that. And it's funny that a lot of people are like, we ain't no communist, socialist America. We ain't having that. I'm like, we well, never had that. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, bro, right now we all pay taxes to get, so we all pull our money together, right? And we pay for things we need. Yep. Sounds like socialism. Okay, right. that's funny because I read like somewhere one time, well, recently that like they're examining like the populist message of like Bernie Sanders as opposed to the populist message of like Donald Trump, and they're both like kind of preaching the same kind of like definitely different methods and different styles, but like the same like kind of like return back to like giving the power back to the people. But like I just thought it was interesting that there's like so many different ways you can think about the same idea. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like Trump is he is certainly a populist because he is not like any other politician and he's got a, a, a diehard fan base oh, he's also cut us off no i'm listening to he's you. also kind I'm of no a, he's kind of a fake populist in a sense that I'm trying to block away from him oh, yeah. mic. Mm -hmm. you're good yeah i think he's kind of a fake populist because on the outside and on tv he will project yeah i'm a regular blue collar worker like y'all but he's always come from a place of privilege always had lots of money and the policies that he enacts strictly benefit those in power Right, right. So his populism is thinly veiled because he's good at messaging. He's good yeah. at branding. He's good at trolling. That's it, man. He's Marketing. a TV guy. Troll, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's so good at it. He's so quick. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious And to he's watch. funny. He's yeah. funny, dude. He's like a fucking comic. Like it's, when he... it, it would be funny if it wasn't sad. Yeah. It's the if, fucking if, president. Yeah. You know? like. But even then, like, I mean, the president doesn't have that much power, and it's like, you know. Well... I mean, he's done some shit. Don't get me wrong. It's All presidents have that, power. Like, they get into yeah. administration, and that—that's like, like, because right. they like, have this huge, like, broad amount of oversight that, like, directs checks and balances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, I like. I don't like his the chick that's what's her name the education Betsy Betsy DeVos. DeVos. She's fucking yeah. terrible. Charter schools, man. Those are just like schools where like you For like, rich kids segregate them hundred percent. The ones that can right. afford to go to the private school, typically white, get to go there. The inner city kids who have no socioeconomic advantages go to these rundown ass shitty schools. Yeah. yeah, like the one I work at. Like we have like a 99% Hispanic school, and then there's like Carver in Midland, and it's like all white. And if you're Hispanic, you get bullied out of there. And then it's like GT, and so they have all the resources. We get nothing. Yeah. We have like missing teachers. We don't have anything. You know, I read an article. And that's been happening forever. Like, yeah. I mean, it's almost like the system's not broken. It's almost like it was made this way. Yeah. Right. Um, it's almost like it was made for certain people of a certain yeah, skin color to, yeah, to have, a certain have privilege. Set of genitals. Yeah, I mean it's specific. I read an article real quick on Betsy DeVos like a couple yeah. of months ago where somebody had broke into one of her mega yachts and like vandalized it, and then it was saying that yeah, um, that's just one of many yachts that she has. You know what I mean? It was like I forget exactly how many yachts it was, but what did she what did she do to make her money? I think it's family money. Yeah, I think it's, family I think it's old money. Oh, great. So you have more than one super yacht? It's gross. Wow. We're, not, we're like not even sure what Yacht Rock is. She's got super yachts. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy. Dude, he was like, no, willingness is not Yacht Rock. I was like, wait, that's what I would listen to on a yacht? I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. What would you listen to on a yacht, Tanner? If you were on a yacht. Reggae music. <laughs> okay, that's Yacht Rock. Reggae. What would you listen to? 
I don't even know. I, I don't, the sounds the of the ocean. <laughs> I'd probably be puking, honestly. I get motion sick pretty easily. Uh, take a couple of Motrin, or, or not Motrin. Dramamine. Dramamine, yeah. Have you ever heard drama me by Modest Mouse? That's a fucking banger, dude. I haven't actually never. Do you like Modest Mouse? I like the idea of Modest Mouse. Wait, <laughs> have you heard Modest Mouse? I heard full. You have to listen to Modest That's Mouse. That's it. Yeah, really. Oh, dude, they, you have to listen to good, good news for people who like bad news. The whole album yeah. to be in this band. So, go in your room go and study, listen to that album, get, and then come back see, when you're ready. See, I don't cool. like the tone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're definitely unique. They're. It sucks that like. Often when we talk about this kind of shit, it, it always circles back to politics, especially about recovery, because it's like... And I'm typically the one, like, that... No, no, I'm sorry. It, it, happened, it happened last podcast, okay. too, and, like, I'm not into politics. Yeah. It makes me feel bad that it always I'm ends up... Me it makes me feel bad that, like, I, I, I you somehow... You us? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you left it. Oh, yeah, it's a canines. I just I feel bad because it's on my mind a lot and I, I follow it so much that it's like a little bit unhealthy for me. Yeah. And so I, I do try to not talk about it as much right. to not piss everybody off. Yeah, I mean, I, you don't piss me off because we think similarly, and I mean, I can if see people how listen to this and get offended. I think we've been pretty down the middle with shit. I mean, yeah, I'm not anti-Trump. I'm not. I'm, I, I vote Democrat, but I have like a kind of in the middle of a lot of the yeah. shit you know? there are a lot of things that uh, like cons- some conservative ideologies that are beneficial there's oh, things sure, about that sure. side of the spectrum I don't that can I be don't good. like that we have like a huge government I think that like the government often historically does things in like inefficiently yeah and you know it can be made better I yeah. think I think but I don't, I don't think the government needs to be bigger but no. it needs to work better, better. it's yep. more efficient yep. yeah because if, if uh, we've, you know, how many fucking homeless people do we have? Like 500,000 people? Probably, I don't know, probably more how than How many that. empty houses do y'all think we have? Oh, we more than that. It's just three to four times that. And then, okay, and then people are like, well, this is a... Uh, and we're building more all the time, everywhere. Yeah, brand new ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's crazy about, like, even Airbnb? Like, a lot of, like, these Airbnbs are, like, owned by companies that, like, pretend to be real people. Uh, yeah. Like, are fake, may not exist hosts. And then, like, they, like, skirt, like... Rental laws by like doing Airbnb. Oh, Airbnb locals. is actually pretty yeah. sketch. You got some locals. Yeah, you got some local. Thanks. It's Meckles. Where did it go? It's, it's my Meckles from last night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Sick. know what Meckles means. I think it means Mocos. Mocos. Mucus. It's your boogers. I don't know, but Meckles. I've I don't know what that people means. People say that it's Mocos. describing a spermicide. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I hate to get political, but sorry. No, it's not. I'm, I mean, I, I brought it up. Because, you know, we start talking about mental health it's and recovery. It's talking and, about. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. I just don't. I I don't know enough yeah. to contribute to the conversation right. well. And that is better than just bullshitting like you know. Yeah, for sure. Like, if I don't know, I'll at least preface it by saying yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if it's just, like, when you get older, like, you start to realize, like, oh, the things I care about come down to the laws that are enacted yeah. and the bills that are passed. Yeah, exactly. And, All of the things that we see that are wrong yeah, is right. directly affected by some type of policy. Booger check. Yeah. Booger, booger check. No, that was, that was a request for booger no, check. No. Yeah, you're good. Okay, good. That's like a thing on TikTok there, like vibe check or like whatever, like uh, I fa- I famous check. relative check. <laughs> I, probably, I feel like I talk about TikTok a lot. I'm sorry. That's I'm the sorry. If you were three things, sobriety, TikTok, and guitar math rock <laughs> I can see that and a bang energy drink <laughs> bang it <laughs> ankle monitor off that's how you summon him <laughs> put it all around a pentagram yeah. <laughs> 
See his name four times. Oh, yeah. Right. Backwards. Dude, I'm scared to go back to normal life, y'all. I'm not scared, but I'm just brave, not looking son. forward to it. Me neither. I, I definitely am. I like sad. set myself up this week to to go back to work Wednesday, so I have time to like recuperate and decompress. But I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest. I'm just and ready to see Kinsey. Yeah, I'm ready to see my lady too, man. Okay, your name backwards: Edge, Egg, Dird, Lul, Lanad. Lanad, Lanade, Lanade is That's your Jedi say. name. Yes, Jedi. Name. <laughs> Mine's like Lanade. Renat. Oh, you just sent to to me. Pure, I don't know how to say this very very part. Though. Yours would be easy. Yours would be Amp, Am, Am, Sam, Am, 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 Sam. Am, 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 Sam. Uh, I guess yeah. If you just went Sam, Am, Moss. Not Moss. Not Moss. Not Moss. Not Moss. Yeah. Pilot knob. Pilot knob. All right. So there's this older couple, right? They're in their mid sixties, and they're laying in bed, and the old lady's like, "Babe, what'd you think of my body thirty-five years ago?" And the old man's like, "Well, honestly, babe, I want to fuck your brains out, suck your titties dry." She said, well, what do you think about it now? He said, well, I think I did a pretty good job. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, last day of tour. Tonight is the last show. So I just wanted to do a little uh, intro slash outro. Yeah, this episode spanned over a couple of days a little bit. I mean, I kind of wish I had gotten a little more from each city. Um... But yeah, it's been good. Um, this is our first run, and we haven't had any show that was just horrible, horrible. We've had a couple that weren't like incredible. You know, the whole thing was um, surprising. Oh Jesus, fucking a! Um, the whole thing was surprising though. We uh, had decent turnouts at a couple of them, at least for our first run. You know, I learned a lot. Learned a lot about this whole process and our whole, our main goal of this thing was to like, you know, come to these cities for the first time and make connections with venues and people for the next time we come. And we did that. And so, um, I have to say it's been successful in that sense. Um, I've got really no complaints. (sighs) I thought we would have fought (laughs) a lot more than we did. Um, we had a few little mishaps, but nothing major. Nobody got mad at each other. Um, I, th- I think we're all ready to be home, though, and be with our ladies. And uh, What's weird is this whole coronavirus thing, man. I mean, um, I don't think it affected us too, too much in every city. Like Houston, definitely. And Denton here, to last night was kind of dead as far as, like, people out on the town on Saturday night. You know, it should have been a lot more. But uh, it's okay. I mean, it's not, you know. What, what tripped me out is uh stopped at Walmart to get, like, a couple of things last night. And, this, like, a lot of the shelves were just, like, cleared out, empty. Like, medicine, frozen food, water, toilet paper. And uh, while I do agree that we should try to limit the spread of it for our vulnerable populations at the same time it's like i I don't know it just kind of seems silly to fuck everybody over by buying toilet paper people are selfish you know people are we 
our first thought is me. I gotta, I gotta save me and mine. I gotta take care of me and mine. Make sure that we're okay. You know, fuck my neighbor, fuck uh, everybody else. And uh, I think that's just inherently human, which sucks. You know, hopefully we can evolve past that eventually, to the point of where it's an equal share of this kind of thing. But um. I don't know. It's just weird, man. This, I, I guess it really didn't feel real until last night when I was in the store. You know, um, it all like I just felt like outside of me, and I didn't really feel like it was like ha- like happening for sure, for real. Till then, um, I think Harvey kind of got a taste of it in Houston. He same deal. He walked into Walmart. And it was like everybody in there. He said wore like was wearing masks and. Um, people were like wearing gloves and shit and it's, it's crazy. It's, it's weird, man. And it, it kind of makes me realize like how vulnerable this whole thing is. Um, how like easily unstable our society can be. It doesn't take a whole lot to shake the foundations of, of, of civilization, you know, um, which is weird, man. Yeah. But. But it's been good. Um, you know, I'm fucking happy doing this. You know, back home in Lubbock, I do landscaping. And uh, not that I don't like my boss or don't like my coworkers or that I hate the work, but it's just not the same as doing what you love, you know. Getting a taste of it this week has, has been everything, man. I mean, you know, if this was my job year-round, I would miss my lady. But... Um, I'd be pretty dang happy. I say I'll say that much, you know. Um, I don't know. That's sorry. Uh, card got full and computer's about to die. So, um, yeah, it's been it's the whole coronavirus thing is weird, but I'm close. I feel closer to like living my dream, and all of that is because of recovery and be- getting sober. And so, um, yeah, I just. If you're struggling, even if you're sober and you're struggling, because I was sober and struggling for a long time, and sometimes I still feel that way, just know that, you know, make a plan of action. Work hard, you know, and be grateful. And you can get a little closer to living your dream. I've seen some incredible things happen in, in recovery. Not just with me, but just with people in general. I've seen people get their kids back. I've been seeing people start businesses. I've seen people, you know, um, get out of jail. I've seen all kinds of uh, miracles. And so I hope that if you listen to the show, whether if you're sober, thinking about getting sober, or just relapsed, or using, you know, every day, I hope that... One thing that this thing whole show can do is just show you that uh, we do recover. Life can be wonderful. So, thanks. Repertoire. I am Reptar. 
I got homies coming over because they never had the nectar. I'm like, damn, bitch, you got it in a jar. Come over, girl, and I'll show you how far I can go if I drive my car. I'm like, yeah, bitch, you can suck this jar.